0: Form analysis and markets, plus interviews with the key jockeys and trainers on today's thoroughbred racing.
1: And the gates are back.
0: Racing HQ. On Sky Sports Radio and Sky Racing. In association With with Racing
2: New South Wales and the Australian Turf Club. This is Racing HQ. A very good morning, everyone. A big,
3: warm welcome from Royal Randwick, where we're here today ahead of three group ones. It is Epsom Day today, the Metropolitan, the flight stakes also feature on this outstanding program it's a 10 race card i'm broadcasting live from randwick racecourse this morning i'm pleased to report that it's going to be a nice day in sydney but we've had a a pretty thick fog to start the day and a a heavy dew on the track michael wood is the track manager he'll join me on site in a matter of moments to give us the very latest and tell us what it's rated for today's racing Uh, also on today's show we've got a, a great lineup of guests kerry parker will join us to talk about his great mare, hope in your heart. She's a real chance in the Epsom today. Craig Williams on board. Um, if you haven't caught up with the the social media post yesterday from Craig Williams, he didn't post it, but there was some classic vision of Craig. Uh, just giving one of his fellow jockeys, Mark Zara, a little bit of a jab, saying, mate, make sure you make a comment, don't do a Ryan Moore, uh, sort of ingest jest yesterday there at the Valley, which was a, a great night of racing there as well. So I got a good laugh out of that on social media this morning. Adrian Bott will also be on the show, as will Catherine Coleman, representing the Moody Stable. Molly Nickers, of course, their charger in the flight stakes and pounding is in the Epsom. Other guests today, Peter Snowden and Jaden Lloyd, all on the show. Ron Duffercy will join me after 7 o'clock. As always, I hope you're fired up, punters, because it's a big day ahead, and we started all right now with uh, the track manager here at Ranwick who is Michael Wood. He's on set with me here at Randwick this morning. Michael, as I say good morning to you, mate, uh, morning, just Luke. alluding to the fact there's a bit of a thick fog this morning. How are, how are things this morning?
4: Yeah, very thick, actually. Um, sort of, we got onto the track there about 5.30 and went about 150 metres, and you couldn't see the winning post behind us, so, um, yeah, very... Very thick, but generally that means we're in for a great day.
3: Yeah, absolutely, and good four. I'm assuming.
4: Yeah, good four. Um, look, we, we cut the track yesterday. Uh, Wouldn't had another inspection. Just felt the track was starting to dry out a bit. Um, it was quite a warm day there yesterday, so mm. putting a further two millimetres of irrigation on yesterday afternoon. Um, just freshening the track up. Uh, nice amount of moisture in there, and it's kept us pretty well where we were. We're a penetrometer of 5.07 and going stick of 10. So. Um, the feedback from the riders this morning that was just lovely ground. So yeah, fantastic. Yeah, in good so order.
3: Do they usually go over it? Do they? Is there, of course, proper gallop that takes place and has taken place this morning?
4: Yeah, yeah. We had um, we had two from Mr. Bridges' stable. Cara uh, McAvoy did the riding, so that was his feedback. Um, so more than happy to run with that. Yeah, beautiful. Um, but yeah, it's uh, definitely definitely good ground. You know, it'll improve throughout the day, but um, not too dissimilar to our previous meeting, which I thought was quite good. Great. And our rail position for Epsom Day? Uh, we just pushed back into the true. So um, we're at that seven metres from the 1,000, the winning post. So mm. a lot of that wear and tear is out, out wide, but it has recovered quite well yep. in the past two weeks. So, um, yeah, look, I'm, I'm pretty happy with the, the way the track presents for, for the day, considering we've been up since sort of May and race race fortnightly all the way through. Yep. It's very still
3: this morning. I mean, there's barely any breeze here today. Are they expecting any wind to get up today or anything?
4: Yeah, a little bit from the northeast. east um, Not too strong, okay. so it shouldn't have a, a major effect, but um, it will increase as the day goes on, and, um, you know, that's a little bit more of a headwind, but, as I say, not not too hard that um, should really impact the racing. How's the carnival been so far? Tracks been racing beautifully, I thought. Yeah, look, we've been happy with the way it's been racing. Um, you know, I think... Sort of coming out of winter, I always said it was going to improve and improve um, in condition, and I think it's done that. Um, I'm just hoping that we we can continue on that path and and be at sort of full tilt for Everest next uh, in a fortnight's time.
3: What colour's the grass today?
4: colours green.
3: Still green? So yeah. Told you I'd say it, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your time this morning, Michael. Thanks, <laughs> mate. <laughs> Have a great day, mate. There he is, Michael Wood. Does a brilliant job with all of his staff here at Royal Ramwick, and I've got to say, just before I let you go, too, the grounds as well. Uh, I really noticed walking in just how immaculate the, the joint is everywhere. Um, all the um, surrounding uh Parts of Randwick Racecourse this morning just looking beautiful for a big day, mate. So uh, thanks, you guys are doing a super job.
4: Yeah, thanks. I'll, look, I take every opportunity I can to, to wrap the team. Um, you know, we we don't have a massive gardens team, but they do a fantastic job um, all the way down. To, you know, we've got apprentices and um, but the whole team all the way around. Uh, we've had a, a busy winter and we have got a busy mm. next month coming up, but they do a fantastic job.
3: Absolutely, mate. You have a good one. There's Michael Wood. Track Manager here at Royal Randwick We'll go around the gar- grounds now and give you all the latest Reports for all of our tracks uh, Across the country, we'll get uh, up to Newcastle right now and Chris Nation is up there They've had a pretty busy period up in the Hunter with uh, quite a few meetings and uh, There's more to come Chris as I say good morning to you Good morning Mr Marlowe, how are you?
5: Good morning, Mr.
3: Very well this morning mate, uh, looking forward To a big day here at Randwick but I tell you what It's a good meeting there at Newcastle today I noticed that you've got some decent field sizes Today
5: yeah, that's right. It is a good day in town, and uh, obviously good weather all around, so sun on the back, and we're ready to rock and roll. But, yeah, fields are good, and I think there will be some competitive racing today, so it's um, it's good to see some uh, bigger fields. We sometimes struggle up here and get plenty of scratchings, but, and that can still happen today, don't get me wrong, but um, everything looks good going forward. Mm.
3: Run us through the information, mate.
5: Yeah, rail's five metres, um, and we've just moved out past our padded... From uh, you know from the la- uh, from the fortnight ago, um, and then obviously looking forward to Hunter, so we've got to get back to the tree, so we'll just keep sliding them around and look after it. But the tracks in very good order. I put six mil of irrigation on overnight, um, and done it late, and got a big dew this morning, and probably the same fog as you got. So um, I'm quite confident that it's mm. probably going to stay there all day. But um, that's not through my luck; it's just that the, um, the dew stuck around and obviously kept a bit of moisture in it.
3: And what's ahead up there in Newcastle, uh, Chris? How's your schedule looking?
5: Yeah, look, we, we get uh, we go now pretty much two weeks <coughs> two weeks straight in, into the Hunter. So uh, obviously, then we get a Beaumont meeting. Um, so yeah, no, look, it's just our general, uh, you know, every probably every ten days in, into that period. So uh, it's a good time of year. The grass is growing. Um, the track's in really good order. Well, both tracks are in really good order. So we can't um, we can't complain.
3: Absolutely, mate. You have a great day. Uh, Looking forward to seeing all of the action filter through across our Sky Racing platforms.
5: Thanks, buddy. Yeah, you enjoy too.
3: There's Chris Nation up there at Newcastle and uh, he does a good job. One of the best tracks in New South Wales, particularly when you're talking provincial racing. Newcastle, very fair 400 metre run in, big open spacious track and uh, there's a really strong maiden there today. I'm hoping to have a chat to Chris Lees on the program this morning. Um, He's got a A couple of horses entered on that program that certainly I thought were of particular interest. Uh, The filly I allude to in race six is called Kind Words, and I think she's got a future. Uh, So look forward to chatting to Chris on the program, hopefully this morning. Jim Roberts is up there in Brisbane for us. They're racing at Eagle Farm today. Good morning to you, Jim. Yeah, good morning, Luke. How are conditions looking in Brisbane today?
6: Yeah no yeah good sorry a bit of a delay there on the phone uh, yeah no good mate yeah uh, we've got what have we got uh, mostly sunny day in Brisbane with the top of 27 so the weather this morning is beautiful actually a uh, bit of a heavy dew on the grass this morning but in saying that we've got uh, we've got a good four track at the Pentrometer 5.81 uh, rail in the four metre position and uh, we had a storm here on Thursday night put 10 and of rain on the track which was nice we needed a bit of rain so. And I've had 14 mil of irrigation the last seven days. Look, no, the track's in in superb condition. Lovely coverage across, and I should race well, mate.
3: Super Jim, you have a great day, mate.
6: Yeah, thank you, Luke. Thank you, mate. Cheers.
3: There's Jim Roberts up there in Brisbane. And, yeah, do apologise for that uh, slight delay we've got uh, this morning, listeners. It's just due to me being on site here at Randwick and um, our uh, callers or uh, guests, they are still dialled up from the studio. So we'll work with it. And uh, it's probably a good thing you hear a little bit less of me uh, this morning here on Sky Sports Radio and Sky Racing. Good to have your company. As I mentioned at the top of the show, I am live from Royal Randwick this morning for Epsom Day. We're greeted with a nice day here. I've just spoken to the track manager, Michael Wood, who's reported that we had a little bit of dew on Royal Randwick this morning, a little bit of fog around, but the track is in great order uh, for this bumper program and uh, looking forward to it. Mark Swee is on the line now to have a look at Mornington for us. Uh, Michael, I beg your pardon. Good morning, Michael.
7: Good
3: morning. How are you this morning, mate?
8: Yeah, well, but, uh, not too bad. Uh, a nice, nice
3: morning down here, so yeah, it's nice. Great to hear. Run us through your information for Mornington today. Looking forward to this program.
8: The yeah, track's currently a good four. The going stick is 9.2, and the rail's back in the true position. How do you expect the track
3: to the race today, Michael?
6: Yeah, given um, we've actually come off a three-month break, so which is our sort of normal winter uh winter um break in racing so uh it's obviously as
8: you expect it's got a great cover of grass and really good condition and therefore should uh expect to hold up and race well
3: fantastic thanks for your time this morning michael and good luck with the day all right thank you there's michael suey there the track manager at mornington just morfordville our final port of call before a break and Brody nixon will join me other side of that break to run through his trialers he's been seeing them pretty well too has Brody. so we'll get the latest from him Ben Smith and Chris Lees ahead of Brett Devine before seven o'clock this morning on the program as I mentioned our guests today after seven o'clock we'll have a chat to Kerry Parker, Adrian Bott, Catherine Coleman, Peter Snowden and Jaden Lloyd on this morning's show Let's get down to Adelaide now to Morphettville. Justin Groves is on the line. Justin, as I say good morning to you, pass on our information for Mornington today for our listeners. Good morning. How are you? Very well. Thanks for asking. Uh, what's the latest down there today?
9: Well, it's going to be a nice warm one today. So we've got a top of thirty-two degrees. So nice and warm out there for horses and jockeys. But um, we're at our rail in our true position, and we're seeing on a good four currently.
3: Fantastic. and forecast looking pretty good today, is it?
9: Yeah, not a cloud in the sky currently, so light winds this afternoon, so um, another great day of racing.
3: Thanks for your time, Justin. Brilliant, thank you. There he goes, Justin Groves down there at Morfordville. Those are your track reports for all race meetings around the country today. Stay with us. Plenty more ahead, other side of this.
10: Looking to take the next step in your career? Marcus Oldham's Advanced Diploma of Equine Business Management gives you the skills for a rewarding career in the equine industry. Open up unique opportunities across the world in racing, bloodstock, stud management, breeding, horse health and marketing. There are even pathways to higher academic study. Visit marcusoldham.vic.edu.au forward slash equine to discover why our students have such impressive employment prospects and love this course so much.
11: Be trackside at Rose Hill Gardens for another thrilling Sydney Everest Carnival Day of group racing featuring the $2 million Hill Stakes. Revel in a dazzling kaleidoscope of fun, food and fashion. Hill Stakes Day, October 7 at Rosehill Gardens. Book now at theracers.com.au
12: experience a remarkable week of racing in one of the world's great cities Hong Kong with the Big Sports Breakfast team.
13: Leaving December 5 you'll be transported to Happy Valley with racing under lights for the World Jockeys Challenge plus head to Sha Tin for the four group ones and the World Turf Championships.
12: And when not at the racecourse you can shop, harbour cruise or just relax.
13: Join the Big Sports Breakfast in Hong Kong. Myself, Dave
12: Stanley and Laurie Daly. For more information go to ambassadortravel.com.au
0: 24-hour foal cover for 24-hour-a-day peace of mind. Options for life-saving surgery cover and the extended foal policy until the 2025 yearling sales, all with HQ's renewal extension clause. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for
1: more.
14: Be sure. Insure with HQ. You know the feeling when your mate's golf ball flies past yours? Or when you're on the green in regulation, but he holds it from the bunker? At Drummond Golf, we get it. That's why we have our lowest price guarantee. As Australia's biggest, you can count on our massive buying power for the lowest prices in golf. But if you do happen to find a lower advertised price, we'll beat it. The Drummond Golf lowest price guarantee. Unbeatable. Conditions apply.
1: Racing HQ, brought to you by HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ.
15: And Bets Friends on the Tab app. Follow the Racing HQ Bets Friends team for all the team's tips. What are you really gambling with?
3: Welcome back, Racing HQ Saturday on Sky Racing and Sky Sports Radio this morning. Great to have your company. You can also listen to us today via your tab app. Thanks for your company. I'm live from Royal Randwick this morning, and I'm joined on the show now by Brody Nixon,
16: who's found a couple of trial horses for us today. How are you this morning, Brody? Good morning, Luke. Good morning, everyone. Yeah, I'm um, Shadow boxing in the living room, Luke. What a day of racing. Three group uh, uh, ones. It's an absolute ripper.
3: It's an absolute ripper, mate. I know you'd be up and about. Um, did you sleep OK last, last night, despite all the excitement?
16: Oh, I slept all right. It was a big day at work yesterday, so it took, the, it, took it out of me. But um, tonight might be a bit of a question because of uh, tomorrow evening's exploits as well.
3: Absolutely, mate. We've got our Broncos there in the grand final against Penrith. Uh, are, you, are you confident they can do the business tomorrow?
16: I think it's going to be a ripping game, and the quote everyone's been saying all week: "Styles makes fights." It's a, um, it's a very, it's a very, um, it's a great way to sum up this game. You've got a great defensive team like Penrith, who probably the best in the modern decade, versus the attacking juggernaut of Brisbane. I can't wait.
3: It's going to be awesome, mate. Looking forward to it. Let's uh, build a bank today of a Saturday. You've identified a few trial horses for us. Um, take us through the first one.
16: Yeah, the first one I'm quite keen on by the name of Um, It's He had absolutely no luck, and it's not very often we highlight horses that have had a run on this Saturday morning segment. But with this horse, I just have to highlight him because last start, a few people might have dismissed the fact he had absolutely no luck on the fence behind Osbred Flirt. I've been on this horse for a very long time. I think he might be group class, Luke, and it's not very often we get to back these group animals at a price all the way through the benchmark grade, which we've been able to do for this guy. He was dominant at Flemington, running sensational time, and I think the key thing for him when he tasted defeat last prep, he hated being inside horses. He just wouldn't take the gap. And then last start with Zach, he probably should have won the race, but once again, he was caught on the fence. Now he's drawing gate number 15. If he can find the three-wide running line, I think he might be very, very hard to beat.
3: No doubt about it. Uh, Altevo, he was stiff last start, no doubt about it. Uh, he uh, he was needing chopper rescue, to quote Darren Flindell. Altevo last start. Let's uh, have a look at your other one, which is in race eight today, the Epsom.
16: Yeah, it's uh, quite a tough in regards to fighting trialers. Even at Newcastle, spent a long time scouring through the trials and going through the form, trying to find a horse. And I think I've come up with Kovalika, not only because he's a very good horse, but I think this might be very much a set play from the stable to win the Epsom Handicap this afternoon. He was good. He was okay first up, but he had absolutely no chance in a very slowly run race. And the likes of the Inevitable and a couple others down the outside, Waterford really caught the eye, but he doesn't have an instant turn of foot Kovalika. He's now going to find a fast mm. run mile. Well, hopefully they're going to roll along up front and it's really going to bring this horse on. He a good tick over go trial, so he's going to go the races a bit better than what he would have off that slowly run race. And he's going to be very hard to beat with a magic man aboard. I'm su- I was hoping for a little bit of, better of a price. I thought they might have missed him, but with that sensational Queensland Derby win, the SP profile, and you look back three runs ago, he ran third in the Duman Cup. That was behind the likes of Huerto, and he went straight past Zaki on that occasion. Tick over trial was just what we wanted to see as well, and we get the magic man.
3: We do, Joe Marrera on board today. Kova Leaker, and gee, he's riding in some form at the moment, is uh, Joe Marrera. Um, before I let you go, I'm just looking at some data from last night. Uh, Amelia's Jewel winning the Stock Stakes. She went five-point lengths above benchmark in winning that race last night. So she's put a massive time figure on the board. And i tell you what, Brody, the world's her oyster. If you owned Amelia's Jewel, what race would you be pil- piloting her towards for the rest of the campaign?
16: I'd be going straight. Well, personally, I'd be going straight to the Golden Eagle, especially with Gigi Kick out. I think... Um I think that race is right up there for the taking i think there's a big question mark currently over who's going to be going towards a race whether Osipenko heads that way or the cox plate himself um of course tovalica has to stand up today but say he runs only fairly in the um in the epsom handicap there's that that race is really very much for the taking so i'd head to the king charles and straight to the golden eagle with her, but she's such a superstar in Simon Miller. He's prepped her up perfectly every start. I will just follow in him with whatever he says.
3: And the spy files um, any trialers versus traders this week I think you've got them on the rack don't you
16: yeah we got them on the rack we're four from four we're looking to go five from five so <laughs> jump in the jump on the tab app jump on the um, bets friends and jump in the spy Files. so we're shooting just a 42 percent overall with the strike rate it's um, we've touched wood we can continue that so jump in there and if you're a fan of our TV you might see um, you might see something a little special have a good day buddy. Awesome you too, Luke. I'll see you this afternoon. Look forward to it, mate. There's Brodie
3: Nixon joining us uh, on this morning's show. Um, Also ahead, we've got uh, Ben Smith joining us. And, uh, yeah, just on Amelia's jewel, touching on her. Gee, she would would take some beating in a golden eagle, I would have thought, on the back of that uh, stock stakes last night. The leader of that race, uh, Pride of Jenny, she went out 2.7 lengths above benchmark to the 800 metres mark. So it was a true speed. Um, but they kept up the gallop Um, Amelia's jewel just some enormous figures Um, middle section five lengths above average and home four lengths above so uh, she is a real superstar Uh, Amelia's jewel Ben Smith is now joining us for a chat about some of his runners he's coming to town today with whiskey wisdom in this midway handicap and he's on the line g'day Ben
17: hey Luke how you going
3: yeah, good, mate. Thanks for your time this morning. Um, tell us about this horse, Whiskey Wisdom. I think you've really got this galloper trained up now. Third up for 1,800 metres. Looks perfect.
17: Yeah, no, she's uh, she's ready to go. It's only my, uh, my second prep with her. Um, but she's been hitting the line uh, really well, first and second up. And uh, the 1,800 looks ideal today. She's got
3: this interesting galloping action, Ben, where she appears to be reaching for the ground and holds that head head out. Um, is that something that you think might might see her develop into a nice stayer? She just appears to have that sort of long, loping action.
17: Oh yeah, no, she does. And, and she's a real little trier too, you know, like where she's mm. like, like a, a little bit of ability, she makes up for it in effort and uh, even, you know, track work, even trot cantering around, pace work, gallop work. She's always wanting to sort of get in front of the other horse, and um, I, th- I, I think she's gonna, uh, you know, go on with it. If uh, you know, probably next prep, and she will de- develop into a nice star.
3: Yeah, as you said, you can really see on the videos watching her race replays how determined she is. She's got those ears back, and gee, if they all tried that hard, you'd be uh, to make your job a lot easier, wouldn't it?
17: Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, she's just uh, bomb-proof and gives her all, all the time. So uh, uh, I think, especially with today as well, it's good to get a bit of weight relief off and, um, yeah, I think uh, third up she was, um, she's ready to go today.
3: A few acceptors at Newcastle. Anything there we should keep an eye on? Uh, I don't mind
17: the horse Viesty, uh in the first. Um, she's a progressive stayer. Um, maurice out of a pen dragon there so uh we're just trying to get some miles in her legs and uh i think she's going to be a nice horse in the making especially when she gets out uh 2000 meters plus
3: yeah terrific uh, being by maurice um he usually throws that little bit of stamina into his stock doesn't he have you had many of of that breed
17: uh no i haven't actually this is the first maurice i've had and uh but she's a, uh, yeah, she's a really nice filly, And I was, you know, a massive fan of Maurice as a racehorse So it's always, uh, always mm. put that one in the stable
3: Absolutely, it is, mate um, Will you be joining us here at Randwick today Or you, how, how are you sort of spreading the resources around with runners all over the shop?
17: Yeah, no, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll head to Randwick today And uh, I'll send the assistant trainer to, to Newcastle And he can look after the two girls there
3: Put the bag of fruit on, mate, and we'll see you down here.
17: Absolutely. Thanks, Luke.
3: There's Ben Smith joining us for a chat on this morning's show. Appreciate his time. Some uh, key runners across Newcastle and also Randwick today. And on that midway where he's got whisky wisdom, uh, the mare's drawn barrier seven. Regan Bayless rides today at the 54.5 kilograms and she presents into the race third up from a spell looking at the tab.com.au markets and uh, she is there as an $8 chance, and she has attracted early interest too, punters. I think $21 was offered, and now she's uh, into a single-figure price at that $8 quote. Speaking of Newcastle, Chris Lees is up there. He joins us on the line. Morning, Chris. Morning, Luke. Thanks for your time this morning, mate. Um, Nice uh, meeting at Wyong during the week for you with a a couple of winners there. What about satirical fan? Um, They nearly couldn't fit the rest of the field in shot. He won by that far.
9: Yeah, he got a. I think it was the right type of race for him, Um pretty common race, but um, he's done a good job and seems, seems to be going the right way.
3: You've got a nice filly uh, in today called Kind Words in race six. I see she's a dual acceptor. Will she run today, Chris?
9: Yeah, we're going to run today. Obviously, muscle a slightly weaker race, but um, home track, walk across the road, so we'll give her a chance here. Um, she's trialled up nicely very very strong maiden I feel um, as you find with these super mm. maidens but um, I think she's got a bit of upside
3: She does appear to have some upside, um, is 1200 metres the bottom end of her range or what type of a horse do you think she is, is she a sprinting type, miler type, no, what you I feel think at she'll this get stage out to of her
9: career? I think she'll get out to a mile, whether it's just preparation but um, certainly wouldn't want it any shorter than the 1200 so she'll appreciate the big run in here at Newcastle
3: and you just gave her the soft trials didn't ask her for much
9: yeah she's a, a tall lanky filly. doesn't carry big conditions so i think um you know soft trials were suited for her and she's come on nice
3: that's kind words in race six back to the top we go zippy power set to run in the first
9: yeah she was um a little luckless first up she would appreciate the the 1850 just did a bit of cover early she, she'll work home well um way I can
3: in Race 5, Trajectile, um, was against the bias there at Tun Curry. I thought she did a really good job.
9: Yeah, she was a little luckless there, and another one, you know, she's jumping up in grade from a couple of bush maidens where she's hit the line well, now goes to a provincial maiden, um, that said soft gate, and big run in will suit her, she'll hit the line well.
3: You think she can make the step up to
9: provincial grade? Yeah I do, um, she's she's a lightly framed filly, she'll probably have a, a break after this, but I think she's, she'll um, measure up come the autumn time, so she's a nice filly.
3: In race seven, you've got the unbeaten power of the Brave. How's he come back as a three-year-old?
9: Yeah, he's only had a, a little freshen up off a, a Brisbane Saturday win. Seems to have seen coming up nicely. Um, three-year-old with a bit of weight taken on the older horses. Quite a competitive race as well, but I, I, I think he'll get a nice run from a good draw. And, um, he's another horse with plenty of upside, I feel.
3: And that uh, the fifty nine. That's is that largely due to his rating creeping up on the back of that metro win? Is, is that why he's got such a big weight?
9: Yeah, we, he's two from two, and um, he probably mm-hmm. deserves that. And um, but um, he may go back to three rail racing off the back of this. Yep,
3: race eight two runners, Aleves and Teramides, both in good form.
9: Yeah, they are. It's a pretty strong race for for a restricted um, uh, benchmark race. You know, they they're both. Um, generous odds, so I think Belavez can't do any more than he's done, but he's just been now getting a little tricky to place, so having won his last three in, the, in country racing, so he deserves his chance, and he'll get a nice run from Barry one. she was strong weight, but a second up run. Um, she appreciates Newcastle, and she'll get a, I'm sure she'll get a very good ride and get a chance.
3: Two runners in the Group 1 Metropolitan today, Chris. Uh, Cleveland and Carla Poor. Um, obviously, the barriers were just a huge negative in the Newcastle Cup.
9: Yeah, we went back from, from the outside gates. Was, although they rolled along at a pretty genuine tempo throughout, the, the race just never changed complexion, so I was still last coming to the corner. But they had good closing mm-hmm. sectionals without ever threatening. Um, I'd like to see them both settle a little closer today. Carla has got the nice gate, and Cleveland blinked his first time. He'll be written positive from the draw, so if you get across. So, if they get the right setup, I think they'll both be competitive, they've come on well. Obviously, the favourite looks very hard to beat, but I'm um, really happy with both horses.
3: You think Cleveland's a real stayer, don't you? I mean, we know that he, he does stick on very well.
9: Oh, he is. You know, he'll, he's going to need every bit of the 2,400. He's probably even looking for further, but he'll get his chance in time. we will go to the ledger off the back of today, but um, if he can get across and get an economical run without being posted, well, I think he'll run very well for us.
3: Before I let you go, uh, Bellatrix Black uh, finally in race number four. What are you expecting there at Randwick
9: today? Yeah, um, she was okay in the tibby. Blinker's first time uh, up to the mile. I think she, she's another one probably been looking for further, but I, I think she'll run really well today and um, set up for the rest of the preparation.
3: Got Group One racing at Randwick, but I want to talk about Newcastle first. Uh, does that tell me I've got a bit of an issue, or <laughs> <laughs> you know where your bread's buttered, Luke? <laughs> 100%, Chris. Have a great day. <laughs> good morning, <mate. laughs> see, see you, mate. Appreciate your time and insights. Um, there is Chris Lee. It's always great to speak to him on a Saturday. Brett Devine is on the line now. Surely he's up and about today, the Head of Broadcast and Communications here at the Australian Turf Club. Brett, we've got a big day ahead.
6: Absolutely, Luke. Good morning to you. Good morning to all the punters. Let's just take a second to have a think. Royal Randwick, world-famous Royal Randwick, a good four-track, rail true, And one of the best fields and meetings we've ever seen on a Tab Epsom Day, combined with absolutely perfect Sydney spring weather for people that are listening out there now, whether they be punters, members, family, friends, think about all that and what an opportunity you've got to spend Saturday and a long weekend at Royal Randwick. What a day ahead of us
3: it's going to be awesome mate um special day of racing as you said um and the tab epsom it's just an integral part of the spring carnival a lot of history involved with this race brett
6: it certainly is luke it's a time-honored time-honored uh race and race day and it is only getting bigger and better each year and i think this is one of the biggest tab epsom meetings we've ever had at the australian turf club if you think about the history of the race we've had some great times and great horses but across the depth of today's racing what a meeting we've got ahead of us. One of the classic 20 capacity field, horse field, Epsoms with a 7 or $8 a field chance. A red-hot favourite in the Metrop with Gay and Adrian and Gay looking for a ninth Metrop. Huge interest in that with hundreds of owners in that horse, Just Fine, that was previously owned by King Charles himself. We've got the Darley Flight stakes. Wow, what a race that's going to be between, hopefully it's his Invincible and Kamochi for the punters, but a couple of others there as well. The Precise Air Premier Stakes, Luke, worth $1 million and the favourite for the Tab Everest. Think about it. These are just four of the races that are on. Our great sponsors in Tab, James Squire, Darley, and Precise Air are all part of this huge day. We haven't mentioned yet the Keeneland uh, Crack, and the Arrowfield Breeders. Luke, this Tab Epsom Day is only growing bigger and bigger and bigger because of the initiative of Racing New South Wales in growing this carnival to $87 million and The lead-ins into these races now, the the race days themselves, we're not even, we're still a fortnight away from the absolute uh, massive show itself, but we're seeing the benefits of these race days and punters, as I say, who may be considering coming out to Royal Realty today, get on the website, book a ticket and be out there because you're seeing the best horses in the country, perhaps in the world, certainly the best jockeys and trainers in the world, all competing and creating their own history.
3: And if people are making a weekend of things and heading to the grand final on on Sunday, is there any chance they can get in here at Randwick?
6: There is absolutely every chance, Luke, and I can run you through plenty of stuff happening for and offers for general admission customers and our members, but anybody that holds an NRL grand final ticket, Luke, can present that at the gate and gets free entry. What a start that is to the day. For anybody as I say with an NRL ticket, go into the grand final, show it at the gate, in you get for free. Go to gate B, D or infield and in you go. They want to start looking out once they walk in. There's going to be some vouchers handed out through our great partners in Lion Colour, that brand 4X and a voucher for 4X. I'm sure like yourself there'll be plenty of Broncos supporters in Sydney Luke. They'll be snapping up those 4X vouchers. They'll be handed out inside those gates when you come in and Luke, of course, all of your general admission tickets include entry into the Wink Stand, the biggest investment by any racing jurisdiction in Racing New South Wales or the ATC in the world for a public grandstand, a near $50 million investment. The AFL Grand Final will be shown live in there on a big screen. And of course, after the last is DJ Havana Brown. So this is all included in your general admission ticket to Raw Rarely Today, World Class Racing, Great food and beverage offers, including those three vouchers, entertainment after the last, so much in between. And adding to that, Luke, you can get on public transport anywhere across Sydney with your ticket. That's all included as well. It's outstanding value. And Luke, for the members, they, if they attend today, automatically get an extra member's ticket for family or friends for Tab Everest Day. What a start that is special beverage offers uh, for an hour of power from early on in the day and a cash draw becoming very popular already for those members you have to be on course as a member that's checkpotted to $750 you'll be able to make something favorite with that wouldn't you so Luke everywhere you look at it whether it be general admission customers members it's an outstanding day of value and entertainment it goes from the start to the finish with that music act Uh, it's a place that is growing uh, as one of the more popular destinations, isn't it? Royal Randwick for Sydney and sport, and this is a huge weekend. We want to celebrate it with everybody.
3: Absolutely, Brett. Big day for the Everest too, with the premiere. Think about its back, and an Everest winner is going to lead out the field. I believe
6: a hugely special attraction again for on-course punters here today. Luke and the connections of Nature Strip now, of course, in the very good care of Kathy O'Hara and Charlie Duckworth, and with Chris Waller, the connections have permitted us to let him lead the field onto the track for the Precise here Premier Stakes. What what a, a horse he was. We uh, probably still don't quite realise what a sprinter he was. With that $20 million in prize money Three CJ Smith Stakes, his success at Royal Ascot and all those races in between, of course, including a Tad Everest. So what a remarkable horse and what a magnificent horse he is. He will lead the field out. People can also go down to the race stall and have a look at him before he does that. and Luke, it's very significant that he's doing that on this weekend because Racing New South Wales has launched a huge event uh, over this long weekend called Equimillion. Equimillion uh, allows former racehorses, exclusively former racehorses to compete in equestrian events. There's a million-dollar prize. It's the inaugural event at the Sydney International Horse Centre at Bosley Park over the weekend. It's free entry for those people that love their horses, love their thoroughbreds, love their equestrian. There's no no better place to be over the weekend than there as well. I dare say, Luke, and you know Cathy O'Hara well... She will uh, be eyeing off perhaps that Equamillion in coming years with Nature Strip because he's a magnificent animal, and if she can train him to get over the sticks, well, wow, what a uh, what a finish to his career, ongoing career that would be. Luke, a lot of information well, there today. Got... Sorry, so yep. exciting, uh, so exciting for Tab Epson Day and. Uh, we just uh, are so thrilled with racing New South Wales to be launching this carnival uh, in the fashion that we have already and it's only getting bigger each week and week in and week out. Uh, get out there, see Nature Strip, and have a ball. We sure will, Brett. Have a great day. Good on you, Luke, and good luck to all the punters.
3: There's Brett Devine, Head of Broadcasting Communications at the ATC. Ron Duffersey joins me on site here at Ranwick, other side of this.
18: The Tab Everest, the world's richest race on turf. $20 million. Royal Radwick, October 14. The Tab Everest. Will you be watching?
15: At Tab, we're on for Saturday racing. Races 1 to 6 at Ranwick, Mornington and Eagle Farm place a fixed odds win bet with the TAB app. And if your horse runs second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on 18 races across three big tracks this Saturday. TAB.
19: We're on. First online fixed odds, win, bet only. T's and Cs website. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Introducing
2: the car sales car of the year, the all-electric Kia EV6. With up to 528 kilometres of range, the Kia EV6 is leading the charge. And with its ultra-fast charging technology, you can charge from 10 to 80% in as little as 18 minutes. The Kia EV6. Car sales, car of the year. Find out more at kia.com.au or drop into your
10: nearest Kia dealer.
15: Kia, movement that inspires.
10: Looking to take the next step in your career? Marcus Oldham's Advanced Diploma of Equine Business Management gives you the skills for a rewarding career in the equine industry. Open up unique opportunities across the world in racing, bloodstock, stud management, breeding, horse health and marketing. There are even pathways to higher academic study. Visit MarcusOldham.pic.edu.au forward slash equine to discover why our students have such impressive employment prospects and love this course so much.
11: Be trackside at Rose Hill Gardens for another thrilling Sydney Everest carnival day of group racing featuring the $2 million Hill Stakes. Revel in a dazzling kaleidoscope of fun, food and fashion. Hill Stakes Day, October 7 at Rose Hill Gardens. Book now at theracers.com.au.
15: Racing HQ.
1: Brought to you by HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ.
15: Bets friends on the tab app. Follow the Racing HQ Bets friends team for all the team's tips. What are you really gambling with?
1: And we're getting close to action now. They're all set. Signal from behind. There's the light. All clear. No. Racing now. Racing HQ. Racing HQ. Very Exciting, Saturday racing with trainers and jockeys. proud of the horse. His win last start was unbelievable. He travelled really nicely. He's just a fantastic race. Plus all the form for today's feature race meetings.
0: Here's your host, Luke Marlowe.
3: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Racing HQ Saturday. I'm joined live on set here at Royal Ramwick by Ron Duffy. We're about to uh, interview some of our key players here today. Um, and as great a day as it is here at Ramwick, we've got a couple of Newcastle pervs on set here today. The first thing we're talking about is a horse at Newcastle today, Darrell.
20: <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> How are you? Sure. Yeah, good, thanks, Luke. And oh, what a day. Uh, what a day. Epsom day. I remember last year, the dead heap. We're all standing there waiting for the result. Oh, and, it was uh, great theatre, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. The two-year-olds, love the two-year-olds and, of course, the star of the show, Nature Strip. Um, Let's give him a reception he deserves uh, when he leads that track out, uh, leads leads the horses out onto the track for for that race today. And uh, he's been a great... Asset to the racing in general, and, and for that, and for the Chris Wallace stable, obviously. But um, yeah, I like the that we're recognising the champs, and mm. let's let's give him a big send off here today. Very well
3: said, Duff. He'll lead out the field for the premiere, and I don't think there's ever been a horse like Nature Strip. And the reason I say that is, he at one stage we hated him, yes, and then we loved him, <laughs> uh, and then he went and represented his country in a, in uh, overseas, and um, he won over there, and he was a hero. Um, he's been a.
20: He's had a number of trainers. He was a, a difficult horse early days over racing. Um, what a what a career. Yep, man. You know, we forget at an early stage in his career he couldn't breathe and he had to have a wind operation. That's right. You yeah. thought, oh, he's got a limited uh, mm. future. This horse, he goes too hard. He can't breathe. He'll cave in most times. But yeah. they got on top of that, and his his manners, as far as his racing manners, um, they got on top of that eventually. Did, but yeah. he still loved the charge before oh. the turn and just put him away. Uh, he was a unique character. Character. He was um,
3: on that premier stakes today. Think about it. We see him return, and um, boy, he he could be the next big thing.
20: He could well he could be if be. he's not already. Dude, yeah, exactly. Look, he, he to have a record like he's got. If he goes bang bang in his next two starts, uh, we will be talking superstar. Mm-hmm. Did you use prick when I was interviewing Chris? Um, kind words? You, you? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was waiting for kind words to come up in the market. I've been waiting for her because she was... Obviously, that first start behind Tropical Squall was quite good, and mm. I thought, you yeah, know, there's a nice filly, and that's one of those supermaidens, which they're hard to win, but... They went up $9, I think it was three minutes too late, and it was still, I didn't bet, uh, they just go off these things, you've no, never got anything like on no, your own.
3: I know, they're waiting, <laughs> no, never. <laughs> uh, let's get to our first guest, um, who's had a, a great carnival already. We've got to think about it and think it over. Racing is that confusing? You think it
20: over before you talk about it. You do, don't
21: you? (laughs) And of course,
3: the trainer of think it over is Kerry Parker, and he's got a big day ahead with hope in your heart in the Epsom today. Kerry, as I say, good morning to you. Uh, It's already been a great carnival for you, mate, with your stable star, think it over, returning to the winner's circle recently.
22: Yeah, definitely. Uh, Morning, uh, boys. First off, but uh, no, absolutely thrilled to uh, with think it over. you know, for him to, to come back and uh, uh, to win one, which is really what we needed. I, I, I was sort of hoping we could win something with him because uh, you know I just didn't want him to come back and just be uh, sort of running good, genuine races as he as he was. But uh, no, to, to see that the other week and uh, uh, and just a good race with him and Zaki knuckling down. You know, uh, it was a great race and uh, it made it greater because I got the result. But uh, no, absolutely thrilled. Absolutely. What about, um, what have you done with him since? Is he just ticking along? Yeah, yeah, he's just cruising along. Um, uh, he'll have a trial at Rose Hill uh, on Tuesday uh, just to help him, uh, the old tick-over trial, which is now the common common words for it. Uh, he'll have a nice little tick-over trial on Tuesday and then uh, straight uh, into the King Charles after that. Well, it looks a plan with this man today, the,
20: the tick-over trial since the first up run with hope in your heart.
22: Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I just nominated her for the uh, for the seven stakes just through the fact that she'd pulled up that well, you know. Um, but it was always sort of my plan that I'd I'd probably go into the Epsom second up with her. You know, she's such a hot, energetic filly, and. Um, uh, that was uh, always the way, and, and really happy with the with her trial. As, as uh, Luke spotted, I uh, I did have I put the blinkers on her in the trials. I just wanted her to go through the barriers in them and everything. Uh, worked her in them a few times and everything like that. She's not likely to uh, over race or anything, but she she just in the first half of races just seems to float a little bit, and then uh, sort of looks like she hits that bit of a flat spot, uh, you know. So I just thought maybe the blinkers will help her travel a bit better.
20: Okay, you said yeah, we know she can be hot on occasion, so she's second up with blinkers at a mile, so that's obviously that's why you had to have a look at, in that trial with the blinkers to make sure, obviously, we'd like to see them jump the first time in the blinkers and not overdo things, so you're, you know, the reports were comfortable
22: that she, she was fine in them? Yeah, very good. Um, Nash, Nash rode in the trial and, uh, they, they only went pretty steady mid, mid trial there over a thousand metres and, yeah, no, she, she, she just was underneath him, no worries at all and not likely to over race or anything like that. So they're the main kicks that you needed with that, you know, going to the mile, but, and also, you know, uh, a 20 horse field Epsom usually puts a bit of pressure on. Uh, they usually run pretty genuine. Um, uh, although when you look at the speed map, it is, it is a bit scary with no uh, obvious leader there, um, you know. So, but uh, hoping um, just a big field will, will create a little bit of uh, genuine tempo. It's
20: not a bad draw barrier. Ten for a mare like her, just in the middle of them there.
22: Yeah, absolutely perfect. Uh, I was sort of hoping for a barrier between seven and twelve, and uh, couldn't have couldn't have worked out better. I, I think that's uh that's a perfect spot for her. Um, I'm sure uh, Craig will find a, a nice spot with cover there and, um, you know, if you can work into the race and, and just get on the back of something to bring you into the race a little bit and hopefully, you know, like I say, with the blinkers on, hopefully just, he just travels a bit better better for him.
20: Yeah, okay, so all in all, you're, you're comfortable, you've got her in the right frame of mind here, second up.
22: Yeah, I think she'll run really well, uh, Ronnie, I think she'll run really well, she'll, You'll you'll see her at the races, she looks terrific. Um, uh, and uh, looking forward to it. it's like anything you know you need a lot of luck in these races and um hopefully we can get a nice nice clear shot at them today
20: what about these couple in the midway that are racing okay obviously it's a harder race for them today just Andy and
22: a uh, single crown yeah both of them are very genuine you can see they're nice and consistent horses you know uh, it is a big step up for them but uh they they both get in with uh, lightweights, good barriers, good jockeys. Um, they deserve a chance, and the eighteen hundred uh, uh, looks quite suitable, you know. So uh, I, I think they're blowout chances at the odds.
3: Tell us about the naming of that one, Kerry. Jess, Andy, or is it Jess and I? Is there a story behind this?
22: Uh, well, the owner's daughter's name's Jess, so I'm tipping it's just Jess and I. There it is. There, there it is. It that is. makes sense. Uh, you have a uh, and most of
13: the yeah, time you have I a... still call it Andy.
22: Those are most of the
3: time I
20: just <laughs> Andy. I can't get, get it right, Kerry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Unless it's Jess, he's got a son as well, Andy.
0: Yeah, yes, Andy. well, that's <laughs> <laughs> right. <rise>. Uh,
3: <laughs> before I let you go, um, think it over ahead of the, the King Charles. Have you thought about a Cox plate or anything else?
22: Yeah, well, that's his plan was the King Charles and end of the Cox plate. So, um, you know, uh, that, that's the, fingers crossed that that all works out well for us. Have a good day, buddy. No worries at all. Good luck and good punting, gentlemen. Speak soon.
3: There he goes, Kerry Parker, a great man.
20: Um, what a job he's done with these two horses. Incredible. This man's just a star, isn't he? No, he just pokes along with his, his smaller, smaller team yeah. at Kembler and he gets two stars like that. And to amazing, bring that horse back, um, think it over to where, where he is today, is amazing. It's not easy to do when these old horses have a tendon like that. You know, you may get them back, but to get them back in the best of form is just incredible it can't be understated can it cannot
3: be understated. Um, craig williams on hope in your heart did you catch his interview last night after the moyer no i didn't <laughs> okay let me bring you up to date um so ryan moore last week created a little bit of a stir not commenting yeah. to the press yeah. he, he gave no comment he refused to make comment to the press so craig williams is getting interviewed after the moyer stakes and mark zara tries to slip past the interviewer and williams goes hey don't do a Ryan Moore. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So he pulled him up. So they've cottoned onto that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was your take on that? Do you think Ryan
20: should have maybe done a bit better in that area? And no, that's, we should know after all these that's years. It's just him, is it? Yeah, that's him overseas as well. Oh, really? He won't. He's not just shunning Australia. <laughs> he just he shuns everyone. the world. <laughs> <laughs> he can afford to. No one's winning more Group 1 winners than him. But look, I, I, I look, get it, Duff. I he has get it, but... his moments. But he, I, I don't know whether he's shy or he just. Likes to talk to the owners first, or Mm. he doesn't give a stuff. Uh, Yeah, well, (laughs) I hope it's not the latter. Because there'd be be a young. A uh, young kid out there who looks up to him,
3: yeah. And I think it's setting a poor example. I really do for the younger generation and how to conduct yourself as a professional sportsman. I think he could do better in that area. I know he's got the contract to Coolmore, and his priority is the ownership group. But I, I thought it was a little poor from him, to be fair.
20: But, yeah, but look. Um, but if that's, a, if a if that's how right. it's always I think in, been in Australia, I think with part of their jockeys' licenses, you sign. You know, you you got to be, you know, do something yeah. for the press and and promote the sport. It Must be, but worded that way, and they mm. do it well. Definitely. Um, yeah, look, I I don't think it's a big issue. I think we've we've got to know. We're um, just Don't even him. ask him. Just <laughs> don't. Yeah. Well, it it seems that that's the way going forward. Just, just give him try. what he gives us. Yep, yep. Nothing. Let's
3: get to Adrian Bott, who's done a lot of media this week, um, but deservedly so, because uh, he and Gay have uh, a real team in today at Ramwick. How are you this morning, uh, Adrian? Has the week gone well for you with all of these horses?
23: Yeah. No. Relatively smoother this week. So looking looking forward to today.
20: Always been a great day for the stable, Adrian.
23: Yeah, it certainly has. gay has um, got a fantastic record um, throughout her career on, on this particular day, so hopefully we can uh, yeah try and try and add to that for the stable.
20: Yeah, the baby's uh, Alinia, speedy, tight from a good draw.
23: Yeah, I, I think she can just sort of hold a position from that nice draw. She's um, she's done well since the trial. Come on nicely, um, And she's still just a little bit a little bit new, a little bit raw at the trials, but she's done well since. Uh,
20: celestial bling for the ladies.
23: Yeah, very similarly. She she just sort of allowed to find her feet in the trial. I thought she did a good job finishing off. So um, similarly, she might just be able to sort of get a nice run in from a, from a soft draw and uh, expect it to be strong late.
20: Uh, you got this uh, lovely filly lady of Camelot, uh, who uh, look she did she, at least she did run the time and looked very an ultimate professional.
23: Yeah, I thought I thought she was excellent. Um, certainly, probably one of the. Uh, more forward ones of the fillies um, she, she's she got the tactical speed to, to roll forward from from that draw and put herself right in the race and um, yeah she looks probably the most natural and precocious out of them uh,
20: that's you know and lady just Sort well look she did run the fastest time for the fillies
23: yeah she's um, she, no one has done, done particularly well um, she'll look to obviously sort of press forward for, from out there as well uh, roll across she's She's got plenty of natural speed, and we would try and make the most of that. I think that's her, her asset today for sure. Okay, uh,
20: the colt Espionage he's a good-looking colt.
23: Yeah, uh, I, I think a lot of quality about him. Um, the, the, the trial sort of made have done him justice. He, he, he looked a little bit, little bit awkward there, sort of being caught wide and, and, and back, and sort of didn't look as tractable as what he is he's he's a real professional at home so expecting to sort of race a bit differently there today but uh, you know probably one of the ones on the day to actually sort of race or troll cover ground wide um and, and make up good ground late so uh yeah i think there's a lot to like about him.
5: Mm.
20: Prost has got the good draw.
23: Yeah he, he's um he, he's got some good tactical speed he should put himself right uh right in the race um whether he can sort of hold the um, hold the fence or, or be just in behind him, but he'll certainly be thereabouts. And, um, uh, again, another one he, he seemed very very straightforward in his trial and has uh, come through it well.
20: Um, straight charge. Well, he's got the time on the board. He just probably needs luck getting across this lot and he'll be hard to beat. He's got s- speed and, and looked to have a little bit of stamina there late in the
2: trial.
23: Yeah, he was able to sustain a, a good, strong run there in the trial. and um, Yeah, he's always been sort of the horse horses had the most tactical speed that we've seen from, from all the colts at home. So um, he'll need every bit of that today, but I, I think he's got it to, to offset that draw. But um, certainly the intention with him will be looking to, to utilise that and try and roll forward. Um, we've seen him have a, a nice hit out there at the trials and sustain a, a, a good run under pressure. So he, he knows what knows what it's about. Um, I certainly expect him to be, be strong late.
20: Race force competitive benchmark 88 for Valor. He backs up at his pet distance at home. He could well be hard to catch.
23: Yeah, it just takes a little bit of racing there to, to sort of reach his, his peak. Um, you know, I thought last week he was excellent. Um, expect further improvement off that. Um, not at all concerned by the backup, and, and yeah, he's getting out to his right trip.
20: Um has always been work in progress, but he got to the mile, got his confidence-boosting win last start, so not the worst?
23: No, not at all. He's um, He yeah, just needed a bit of racing to, to put it all together. Uh, looks fabulous. He, he's done really well. Um, yeah, I, I know it didn't look flash there, the win, uh, but he's a bit a bit that way, a bit workmanlike. Um, should you appreciate the the, the strong mile today, he's, he's very forward for that and he's only going to continue to improve as we get over a bit further, but he's always always certainly been thereabouts in some quality races.
20: Rafa Tak's an interesting runner. He was back in distance in the Ming Dynasty. He may have just been a little aggressive there, but just might get into more of a rhythm today.
23: Yeah, I, I thought he was sort of one of the runs of the race there in, in the Ming Dynasty for the, for the pressure that was on throughout. Um, you know, the fact that he was able to sustain and, and, and sort of hold his ground there late, uh, particularly sort of dropping back to an unsuitable trip, I, I thought was really encouraging. So as you're um, as you said today, I think the mile should help him find that better rhythm if he can sort of just find that better tempo where he's in his comfort zone a little bit more. I think he can obviously run out a strong mile and sustain that, sustain that speed. So I think there's, I think there's sort of plenty of class about this guy as well going forward. Uh,
20: similar to tropical squall, she, she gets up to the mile today and should pace herself um, a little bit uh, probably a lot better here today. She can roll along and just do her thing.
23: Yeah, I think that'll suit her. It was sort of uh, not necessarily rushed um, getting to the T-Rose her, but it was a quick turnaround off her, off her first up run. So um, I, I think she sort of needed that sort of nice strong hit out over the 1,400 to, to prepare for this. Uh, but she should really, really appreciate the mile. I think she'll continue to improve over a bit further as well. So, yeah, being able to sort of run it along and, and, and make it a nice, um, you yeah, know, even, even mile four, I think that'll sort of work into her favour and she'll, she'll really appreciate that.
20: Some of lovin has been snapping at their heels.
23: Yeah, as I said, sort of a fortnight ago, she's uh, one that just seems to, unfortunately, be sort of making excuses every, every step of the way. But I think the miles she should appreciate uh, with that tempo might be able to sit a little bit closer to try and offset that draw, uh, put herself within striking distance. But she's she's done well. She's trained on nicely. Uh, just needs a few things to fall away. But um, hard to fault what she's what she's been doing. She hasn't been beaten far.
20: The Y Five a lovely horse. Uh, Twelve hundred, obviously, much more to his liking than the eleven hundred.
23: Yeah, certainly. I think that's the key for him. He's um, yeah, that sharp run first up sort of really brought him on nicely. Um, yeah, certainly trained on very very well. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought an excellent performance first up. He even surprised me. I, I thought he was um, you know more more forward and um, sort of showed more more sharpness and tactical speed than than, than I expected first up. So um, I think he'll get a. Uh, get a nice run there today but inspecting to see that sharp improvement i think can be very effective
20: Mm, and uh, alcohol free well her slot is on the line today she if she runs well she she probably gets it
23: yeah i think yeah and and that's all we want to see from her today just a a competitive run there's some some nice um, improvement off the off the back of what she does today um yeah she's just interesting We, we sort of haven't had her under too much pressure pressure at home she can She's looked sharp doing it and running running sort of times relatively easy, as I said, sort of not under too much pressure. So, um, yeah, there's the, the added fact of Marrera on board as well, what he might be able to sort of um, get out of her. But uh, I think she seems to be at her best. She's in a really good frame of mind. She's happy mare at present. She's had a couple of good hit outs at the trials and, and she's looked sharp enough there. So I, I think she's there to run well for us
20: converge usually improve a second up and uh, this uh, I think this race is a, um, a nice setup for him he can you know, roll forward I would expect in a race like this
23: yeah I, I think it's a, a race he can put himself um, closer to the, the pace than, than what he's traditionally done um, first up effort was, was was good I thought yeah just carrying the weight tempo just had him a little bit stretched throughout just over that trip to 1400 now he's a little bit older horse he, he's looking like he might appreciate that. Or that tempo of the mile um thought he stuck on well but yeah opened a nice improvement off of the back of that first up run but i feel he's been racing well and, and racing consistently um you know better than what maybe sort of win record over the last few runs may show
20: yeah for sure when you look at some of them races he's been in last prep the george Ryder placed and the strad uh, the um, kingsford smith behind think about it that all reads well for a race like this surely with his weight
23: Yeah, I think he's relatively well-weighted considering all that. Um, And as you said, he can put himself in a striking distance here. And um, I I just think the miles are probably the key.
20: Just fine. Um, He's taken us by storm, winning those two in fast time. So his form speaks for itself. It's just the 2,400, I suppose. You never know till you try him. But the way he's going, you wouldn't think he wouldn't run it.
23: Yeah, uh, sort of got to got to test him. I think it's too good of a setup to to, to not test him. Um, you know, with the the weight that he's in on and, and, and the form that he's in. So, um, look, I, I think the the, the way he's sort of run times in those previous races, and he's sort of done so un, under pressure. It's not as though he's been sort of um, getting things his own own way um, in the manner in which he's been doing it. So, look, he's obviously very short in the market, but um, yeah, he's he's done particularly well. I think he's held his form. Got a nice draw there, just to sort of give Rachel a few options to have him, you know, where she feels he's he's comfortable, and, and and giving him every every chance to to get the right run to you know, see out that trip if there was any concern in that regard.
20: uh Major Bill is ready to peak now. He's a Derby winner here.
23: Yeah, up to the up to the right trip, he's been building nicely throughout the campaign. Um, looks excellent, and just yeah, continued to show nice improvements. So um, this has sort of been his. Target all the way through. So, as you said, ready to peak for today.
20: It's pretty hard to knock military missions winning the Newcastle Cup.
23: Yeah, he's um, yeah. Apart from the apart from the sort of sticky draw for him today, that's the only thing I can fault. Um, he's it was yeah an excellent performance there. at Newcastle, he he, he um, they ran time on the day and he he made up good ground and, and looked sharp doing so. So uh, again, another one. This has been his main aim all the way through. He, um, he, he seemed to sort of appreciate having the blinkers taken off their last start and settled well. Um, so it's been a nice lead up for him and he's going in there in, in, in good form. So again, um, if he can get a bit of luck from the draw, he's, he's very hard to fault.
20: And last but not least, Caboo, um, he's a very talented horse.
23: Yes, yeah, certainly. Um, yeah, remaining at the 1200 would potentially be the only concern for, for him. Um, Going to sort of try and take him on on that golden eagle path, and with that, the, the, the silver eagles probably a nice lead-up race for him. Their next start, so um, I, I thought he's opened a good improvement. Uh, just tried to keep him fresh and, and sharp, staying at the 1200. But yeah, certainly, um, certainly some upside off off the back of that first up run.
3: What a team you've got in Adrian. Uh, Credit to you and Gay. Mate, I hope all goes well today.
23: Thanks very much. Appreciate it, guys.
3: Appreciate your time, Uh, Adrian. Bot Duffy's done a a lot of media this week, and I mean, look at look look at at the runners they got. It's unbelievable, isn't it? I mean, I just wanted to ask you about one mainly um, alcohol free Um, of the trials. What are you seeing there with her?
20: are they trying to make her what well, she's not? I think she's more 1,400. They mm. we'll learn more about her today. They, they're upbeat about her. Yeah, aren't they? And, um, yeah, so stand by. Stand by. So, say... If she doesn't probably run right up to a Tab Everest quality today, what does Yulong do? Does they have what a, do they do? Do they have a crack at this um, Imperatriz again? They got the so They what?
24: got the firepower to do it.
20: <laughs> What's
3: the story there? Is it? I mean, are they playing um, hardball with no. the the split? Is that
20: yeah. the ownership group with Imperatriz? That's oh, what. Happened. Look, I think. That very close to the mark. Yeah, yeah. they've they've um, they have they have have not left much. They, want a room. they oh. haven't much left much room for the poor old slot holder there. Right. Okay. Uh, but they can override that. You along with their firepower. Maybe they might buy her. Why not? <laughs> I mean, fifty million. Or whatever oh. what'd they pay for,
3: you know. Uh, alcohol was 10? ten, wasn't she? Ten yeah. million um, on it. Didn't nearly win the Everest imperatrice what about again last night just
20: yeah, uh, well, the track is playing it. very fast you know, was, so we can all rave about the times but there was a couple of track records broken on the night but mm. did she break did, the track record yep yeah, and uh, obviously Amelia's jewel did as well oh, yeah so what about uh, that and that's the next question what does she do next do, do they keep her in a sweet spot round that mile for the Golden Eagle Surely. or do they um, dream for the Cox Plate at a um, pretty well uncharted territory how does the programming work you can't do both no, no. it would with, uh, be a backup a week backup I'll check yeah. that in the break I'll yeah. check
3: that in the break to just work out if it would if be possible
20: but I mean she is, um, how it's a week is after? It? It's, I think it's after the Cox plate isn't it um, the Golden Eagle so mm, okay. I think it's the fourth derby day isn't it so yeah it's tough
3: Mm, how exciting is it to have a great horse from Western Australia again? I mean, yeah. she's a she's a beauty, and Simon Miller's handled her so well. He's pretty yeah. casual in the oh, press. Oh, a, I
20: like his style. He's a character. He's a beauty. Yeah, man. He, uh, when we go to Perth, he takes us to lunch, and we have a great time. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so that's why he gets wrap <laughs> yeah, get yeah, a wrap-off. You get
21: a sweet yeah. go there, do you? <laughs> he,
20: he actually paid once. Wow, wow outstanding. <laughs> yeah, well, you could have paid. Yeah, yeah well, that ends <laughs> up that way. You. <laughs> <laughs> just, just claim it, claim yeah. it back. Yeah, well, you try that.
3: Yeah. You know, Rig well, not easy. <laughs> we'll be back at Ranwick very soon. Stay with us. A you.
25: rare racing chance to buy the iconic standard property, Bidgey Ribbon, the home of the famous Brooklyn Lodge Stud, Minutes from Bathurst on 610 hectares with water rights. Auction day, October 26th. For full details, contact Nutrien Harcourt's.
14: At Drummond Golf, we understand your passion. Nice roll. And that's because every Drummond Golf store is owned and run by a local who loves the game as much as you do. Yeah, it's come off the face really well. Someone who knows where you play and what you need. Oh yeah, looking good. With Australia's biggest range and expert knowledge. Great. Now let's try that putter with this grip. So if you want to improve your game, see a local expert at Drummond Golf. The Tab Adelaide Cup,
1: lures running, here we go. Stars will be born at the Tab Adelaide Cup. And racing. Exciting Group 1 Greyhound Racing with live music from Mr Buzzy, food trucks, Tab and bars Track Trackside, plus free kids entertainment. General admission is with gold coin for a great night out. For more info or to check out the hospitality packages, visit greyhoundracingsa.com.au. See you at the Tab Adelaide Cup, Friday, October 6 from 5.30pm. Think of the people who need your support. Gamble responsibly.
10: Looking to take the next step in your career? Marcus Oldham's Advanced Diploma of Equine Business Management gives you the skills for a rewarding career in the equine industry. Open up unique opportunities across the world in racing, bloodstock, stud management, breeding, horse health and marketing. There are even pathways to higher academic study. Visit MarcusOldham.pic.edu.au forward slash equine to discover why our students have such impressive employment prospects and love this course so much. The Tab
18: Everest, the world's richest race on turf. $20 million, Royal Randwick, October 14. The Tab Everest. Will you be watching?
1: Racing HQ. Brought to you by HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ.
15: And Bet's Friends on the Tab app. Follow the Racing HQ Bet's Friends team for all the team's tips. What are you really gambling with?
3: Welcome back to the show, Racing HQ Saturday. Thanks for your company this morning. Good to have you with us. We are live from Royal Randwick this morning, and Duff, it was a a foggy start to the day, but the sun's breaking through now, and it's absolutely beautiful here at Trackside.
20: Oh, it's going to be a perfect day for racing. Tomorrow might be different with 37, 38 degrees. Yeah, a bit warm. But uh, today's uh, going to be an enjoyable day's racing with a big crowd, I'd suggest, with, um, well, no football in Sydney anyway.
3: Mm, That's right. Of course, AFL Grand Final today. um, I'll be at the Grand Final tomorrow. I might have to just refresh myself if it's a little bit hot out there, Duff. Oh, I'll well, find sure a way. Will.
20: <laughs> just go in the air conditioning and, you know, box, are you? Or? Oh, look, I can't, I can't divulge.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Our next guest uh, will be Catherine uh, Coleman on the line, of course, co-trainer with uh, Peter Moody, and they've got this filly Molly Knickers in the flight stakes uh, today. Uh, and
20: Duff, um, she just lobs up here in Barrier 1, 1,200 to the mile, but gee, she looks a big strong girl from what I can see mm, off the tape. She looks at a big lean machine, but um, they got a couple of nice runners today, pounding obviously in the Epsom as well. Mm, absolutely. Uh, that flight stakes,
3: um, how big a jump is it for these fillies, 14 up to, to 16? She's well, got to go 12 to 16, this girl.
20: Yeah, but when you've got a trainer like Peter Moody yeah, you know, and Catherine big, with him yeah, now, yeah. you know, well, I don't think, uh, I think they would have thought that out. not going to They're not going to bring a three-quarter fit filly to Sydney for a race like this no doubt about it uh catherine's on the line for a chat
3: appreciate your time this morning catherine how are you
26: um well thanks
3: guys great to hear um this philly molly nick is uh duff and i just chatting between ourselves about the the distance rise from 1200 to the mile you've had her freshened up and is is this something that's been in the pipeline to get it to this race in this manner
26: Um, Yeah, perhaps not this particular race exactly, but we've definitely been looking to get her to this trip Um, and this race has sort of come up at the right time and it all just fell into place a little bit and looks a logical option for her. Um, She's had that one recent run at 1,200, but good residual fitness from where she was racing before that, before she had a little freshen up. So um, I think, uh, you know, if anything, I think the, the trip today suits her more than what the 1,200 did first up this time around.
20: Do you think she could uh, use that barrier and take up a position here, Catherine?
26: She's never really shown a lot of early speed, um, and, that, and that's one thing that I think having getting her out over this trip will suit. But, um, yeah, like I said, she's never really shown a lot of early speed. So, look, ultimately, we'll leave it up to Jamie. She's the the best ride-by-heel jockey going around, so this will see where she's uh, travelling in her comfort zone and in a nice rhythm.
20: She, but she looks a big from the TV, she looks a big raw sort of filly.
26: Yeah very, very good way to describe her Um, I think she's still got a lot of growing and developing to do and she probably hasn't come up as physically strong as we would have liked this preparation so that's just one of those reasons we're taking it run by run with her not sure how deep she gets into the prep after today but Um, You know, from that first up run, she's actually maintained really well,
20: and we've sort of been happy with the way that she's held her condition. And being by Piero, she's obviously got the pedigree to not doubt her at a mile.
26: No, no, definitely not. Um, Like I said, if anything, I think uh, I've got more confidence in her today over a mile than what we did first up over 1,200.
20: You've also got pounding and he's got that form around Mr. Brightside throughout his career and he's uh, he might be the underrated horse coming in, although he's been well-backed, he might be the underrated horse coming into this Epsom.
26: Yeah, definitely. Um, he's been going super this whole preparation. We've sort of been really happy with him. He's just been warming up, just been getting fit, but now he's sort of um, a couple of runs in. That seems in really good order. His work since that last race has been some of his best. Um, you know, he just—he's a horse that just absolutely thrives off racing. He just loves being a racehorse. He loves his job, and um, you know, I think he goes there in his, his best possible order today.
20: Okay, well, that's a good push. How long have you worked with Peter? Obviously, you're in the training partnership now. How long have you actually worked with Peter?
26: Yeah, since we started back up again, so that was three years ago in May. Um, I've, I've been a, a part of the stable since. Uh, since we first got going again, so it's been uh, a pretty amazing three years, that's for sure.
20: And your background prior to that?
2: I
26: um, spent a bit of time with Chris Waller at his Flemington stable for a couple of years prior to that, uh, before being at Caulfield. Uh, I've some some really good trainers there as well, so I've got a, a good grounding and now I've ended up with probably the, the best mentor in the industry in my
20: mind. Mm. For sure, for sure. Um, I can't let you go without talking about I Wish I Win. Um, he had a track gallop last week, kicking along well.
26: Yeah, super. I'm really happy with him. You know, I think he's, he's right where we want him, um, to be peaking in two weeks' time now. He's had a pretty quiet week down at the beach after that track gallop. Um, we brought him back yesterday and he had a nice piece of work here at, at, at his home track at Passman this morning. Um, and, you know, we just couldn't be more pleased with him at this stage
20: exciting times ahead Uh, firstly let's get through today good luck
26: thanks very much guys appreciate it
3: Good on you, Catherine. Uh, appreciate your time uh, this morning. Uh, two nice runners, Duff, Molly, Nickers, and pounding. And yeah, you know, I wish I win the big boy. He's, um, I mean, they've plotted the path masterfully, I guess, within The 1400 resumption and now freshen up. Um, I he's, mean, he's uh, he's going to be right there, isn't
20: he? He's going to be right there. And um, you know, a lot of more questions. We're two weeks out, and we're still. Mm. We're going to learn more again today with this favourite. Uh, uh, think about it, and. Um, yeah, it's uh, just we still haven't got a full field yet. It's been a, a tumultuous couple of weeks.
3: I mean, just uh, terrible luck with the connections of Giga Kick. I mean, we all wanted him there to defend uh, his title. I guess maybe other slot holders in the Everest <laughs> secretly. Uh, well, I'm glad he's not there, but uh, yeah. you never like to see a horse go amiss. And uh, of course, sunshine in Paris as well. Um, unfortunately, so the old saying that's racing. Yes, it's tough. It's yeah. tough sometimes. Yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah, it's yeah. a great leveler, but um, look, we're still going to have a crack Jack Field and I was pleased to see Cylinder get in the race because I thought he was just so brave in that Golden Rose I mean he was entitled to drop out considering he was cast say he should have won he should have won yeah, shouldn't he? if he got any cover he...
20: and I love three year olds in the Everest of, um, so I'm, I'm disappointed there's not another one or two in there actually yeah. I that was a huge King's Gambit fan and they've just sacked him through one run down the straight I don't understand that but yeah. and uh, obviously uh, there's a couple of other three year olds you could have taken into consideration there as, as well I wonder when we might
3: see King's Gambit next I guess that'll be and Consul or so is that where he might yeah. turn up yeah okay uh, we've got our next guest, it's Jaden Lloyd, uh, who of course, uh, we know his brother Zach pretty well down here yeah. in Sydney, Duff, but I tell you what, Jaden does a good job up there in Brisbane, and he's got a nice ride today. Jaden, as I say, good morning to you, mate. You're with Luke Marlow and Ron Duffersey this morning on Racing HQ. Uh, give us a little bit of a, a background on yourself for our listeners in Sydney who may not be too familiar with you. Uh, yeah, uh, hi guys, um,
27: thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, obviously, it's just riding up here at the moment... Um, really just trying to cement myself in the Brisbane Riding Ranks and um, just sort of lucky enough to get on a nice horse, so it's have rider from Sydney today.
20: Yeah, well you've obviously got a lot of time for him. He really come of age at the end of last preparation, Jaden. Nice yeah, choice lo- we're talking about.
27: Yeah, he's a lovely horse. He just kept on getting better and better and he was a bit of a slow maturing sort of horse but sort of was working it all out by the end of it and um, I'm very excited to see what he can sort of do this prep.
20: Have you had anything to do with him in his lead-up uh, work?
27: Yeah, yeah, I've done all the work, kind of all his gallops and, and trials and jump-outs, and the horse is going really well. Um, just sort of, It hey, might be a little bit too sharp for him over 1,200, and but um, when he gets up to his right trip, he'll, um, he'll make his presence felt.
20: Mm, so obviously they're thinking Golden Eagles with a horse like him?
27: Yeah, I think, I think sort of Silver Eagle, Golden Eagle is a logical way to go, I um, sort of think that's what they're thinking about, but yeah he's um, he's going really well the horse um, as long as he's sort of hitting the line today, that's sort
20: of the main thing Okay, so that's what you'd like to see him do, just hit the line and have more, more what we say, the flashing light on him for next time
27: Yeah, yeah, that's sort of what we're looking for today, um, just sort of prove that he's sort of up to the Sydney horses obviously it's a very strong race today um, so if he can sort of run well against those sort of 1200 metre horses that'll um, put him in good stead
20: Okay, uh, you must be proud of your brother the way he's going in Sydney.
27: Yeah, he's flying. Um, no, nah, I couldn't be, couldn't be happier with him. He's obviously he's gone down there and he's sort of made every um, post a winning post, and um, no, nah, I couldn't be prouder of him.
20: What's the age difference between you pair? Um, I'm about
27: a year, and a year and a half older than him. So, um, oh, we're very close. We sort of phone each other every day, and that. So, um, no, nah, very proud.
20: Okay, how many winners have you ridden now?
27: Um, not exactly too sure to be honest, but um,
20: okay, probably
27: around the two hundred. That's a fair mark, few.
20: Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. plenty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and how's your weight? You're not as light as your brother. No, I wish I was, um, <laughs> but no, I was yeah. around um,
27: about fifty five. So I sort of, I rode fifty three uh, last Saturday.
20: Mm-hmm. Uh, which is like my minimum, but uh, I, I ride fifty-four as my earnings. Okay, good on you. Well, look forward to seeing you here today, and hopefully this horse does for something for you going forward. Thank you, thank you,
3: guys. Good on you, Jaden. All the best, mate. Uh, Jaden Lloyd joining us for
20: a chat. Um, He's a nice horse, this nice choice. Yeah. I mean, um, he's interesting. He, he took all before him last preparation, he didn't he? He just kept jumping the bar and they knocked back they had him. a lot of money for him, did they? A lot of money, right? Hong Kong or something, mm. yeah, right. Okay, um, can he make the class rise? Do you think he can measure up to these Sydney horses? Oh, you don't know until they're beaten, no. and, he, and he just went bang, 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 bang. We're not gonna, going. all these wins are a mile. So you wouldn't expect he'd, if he runs into a place today, you'd be starting to say, yeah, maybe he is. Maybe he is. you know, this this Golden Eagle is going to be, you know, a hard race to win. Oh, is it what? Um, Bit of money up, I think. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) Peter Snowden's our final
3: guest uh, this morning before 8 o'clock. And, Peter, as I say good morning to you, Duff and I were just chatting about King's Gambit a little bit earlier in the show. Give our listeners an update on his progress and when we might see him next.
28: Yeah, good morning, Luke, Ronnie. Yeah, he's taken over nicely. He's he comes through his filming to run in good order and got an extra work on him. And just trying to just get him settled more. That's his biggest issue, as we know. He's getting him settled and starting to come together now. We're happy with him. He's doing you know, an exhibition gallop between race on Monday and then uh, hopefully all be well. We'll go to Roman council on Saturday, next Saturday.
20: He's been through settling well in his trials, Pete, and it's, you can always, you've got to be forgiving for one run down the straight. Yeah, dear Ronnie, I, I, I
28: don't know what it is, but I've, I've seen stayers jump in front and lead there, I don't know why, it's just, the almost just buzz up, they jump a bit quick and nothing can bump around and they just keep running, and uh, that was the case with him the other day, he just didn't settle at all, to give himself a chance, because you're right, there's two trials, are very conscious about he settling early, and he, he did it very, very well, almost on a loose rein back in the field, and quick and really, late, but uh, it was just it all went pear-shaped for him down there, but hopefully we
20: get him back on track, and and uh, see a good performance with him next Saturday. Mazoo, look, there was nothing wrong with his first up run. No, it, there was it. To the eye, a little disappointing, but when you go through
28: it and watch it a few times and. Like he began a bit too well and uh, he just got running quickly in his four and five wide for the first 400 metres and Regan just took him back to, to get him back in behind which was fine but as he's going back the pace really quickened up again and he went from three off them to 13 off them, and had a lot of work to do to come to the corner but he kept working the line and working through the line really well and his actions showed that so I was more than happy with, with the run but just the fitting position was a bit... A disheartening, but uh, as I say, when you analyse the run, there was nothing wrong with it at all. Benadgee gate today, he's going to there'll be no hard luck story there. I don't think. I hope. And uh, like he should be able to put himself in a handy spot. And they and, uh, and run well for sure.
20: Yeah. Um, so obviously, no negativity as far as out of the barrier today from that draw. He'll be he'll be where he lands today. Yeah. Well, he's got options. Yeah. You know, he he might be third or fourth if they don't go
28: hard. And um, yeah. the uh, just to sort of how hard they will go in that race. They're, just, they're all very even horses, so it just might be one of those races they are. Mm. inside gates are going to be a big advantage because we don't have to kick back or pull back. He's just lobbed where wanted a lot and, and uh, just get the tempo of the race because he's again, they're either either. He can race on speed, but for me, I think he's he's got a booming finish. He's got a really good finish. He'd be ridden a bit quiet, so the tempo of this eye, how close or how far back he gets.
20: Yeah. Invincible Madi- uh, Madison, you must have been over the moon the way she uh, handled herself on the trials. She just looked like she'd been there before.
28: Yeah, she was a beautiful filly, a standing type. Uh, and she, you know, she cost a lot of money, but I was very conscious of, of, of a pedigree. Uh, being out of a very fast mare that I knew one pace that was flat. And I was just was very conscious of any fillies can get a bit buzzy, so I was very conscious from an early time. just used to try and get it relaxed and do plenty of bigger rates, just plenty of downtime where to try and get her mentally in a really good spot, and she's been very, very good. We have a very good rider on her that gets on with her well, and uh, her work has been excellent. Uh, she settled beautifully the other day, and uh, when asked to quicken, same only just, just blew her a kiss more or less, and she just took off. So, uh, good signs early, but she's
20: got to produce again under race-take conditions in what looks a very fast-run race. Yeah. Uh, the colt she got Fearless, who's got Talent. I really like
28: this horse. I think he's a lovely horse. He's, he's just—he's not—he's not a two-year-old type. But uh, everything that horse has done from day one has been perfect. He's got a great attitude, big action, very tractable. Uh, he still looks a little bit light. He just has not got that muscle definition you want to see from an early-running two-year-old. But he's just oozes quality, and his trial showed that because uh, watching the trial, I thought he was going to run a nice second. But he's just the uh, stride he's got—it's just magic. So uh, now I'm really looking forward to seeing how he goes today.
20: Uh, Force Red was beaten in the trial, but he was beaten by a pretty good one. Yeah, his trial was good too. He's very genuine, got a great attitude, good draw. You
28: probably lap a little bit closer with the benefit of having that trial the other day. You learn a bit more from that, so won't surprise
20: to see him run well as well. And you got this other cop, well, he you don't see it often at the first two-year-old trial, something coming from last, and that's exactly what he did. And I just hear McDonald say he came out and rode him work and was very impressed with him during the week. He's a lovely horse, fantastic temperament. I keep saying the temperament for
28: two years, it's so important. You want them to do things right early, they've got to have the mindset to be able to do it, and this bloke's been like that from day one as well. I'm surprised he got so far back, because he's first jump out we gave him because Poppy's outside the lead, so... I- I thought he might have kept up a bit, a bit better. But look, I'll leave it to the horse and James. He's had a ride on him now. You know what sort of finish he's got, so there's no need to panic. And if he does get back, maybe a bit worse. Uh, you know, he's
20: going to means he's going quick, and it gives him a chance to get home. And your other runner is Unspoken. He looked to have room, uh, room for improvement when he was terrific first up. How's he done since?
28: Yeah, I thought he's great, Ronnie. He's going really well. Sega Prep now as most of those European horses, they always seem to go better and he's the same he works better, he looks great um, he raced a bit of enthusiasm over 1500 the other day and if he can do that today and hold half a spot for that from one, uh, it's going to give him a great chance he's come on nicely from the first that run. I do expect he'll be running well
3: Pete, is it a case of him as an import that uh, he's, he's just starting to really furnish, is that the right word? Yeah, and I think just get, just get adapted
28: to our our, our training methods. So, as you know, it's plenty of long, slow work at home. Here it's shorter, sharper work, and it's, it's really got some bounce to his step now. And he's, he's a more focused horse. used to shy at shadows. He, he was he shy anything uh, when he first came over here. He was just like an unbroken horse. He was. He was quiet, but just everything was, was new to him. Uh, but now he's. He's he's an old-timer now, he's in the swing of everything and he's he's really enjoying himself and it's it's coming through his work.
3: There's a hot maiden at Newcastle today. The sixth race um, is a beauty. You've got two runners there, Battle of Vienna and Rapido. Yeah
28: both nice horses and both of raced racing well. Rapido is a couple of starts, good form races and run well and I thought Battle of Vienna's run at Oxford was outstanding and a very, very fast run race and uh, I thought he he did a great job so uh, I've had him in a few places and trying to duck and dive and and um, unfortunately, through, I thought it was going to be the right day, but yeah, the yeah, ownership group and uh, the winner as well, so we thought we'll, we won't run them both together. We'll try and split them up and try and win both, so we've won one-on-one at Moyle, and hopefully
3: this bloke will win at Newcastle today for the connections. Have a great day, Peter. Appreciate your time. Good on you guys. Good luck. Thanks, mate. Uh, Those are our interviews this morning. Duff, you'll join me after 8 o'clock for our preview. Yeah, looking forward to it. It's um, a a, a great day. It sure is. Uh, I, right now, will run you through all of the scratching information around the country today, and we start, of course, in Sydney with uh, Epsom Day, and at Randwick today, I'm pleased to report uh, that we are broadcasting here live from Randwick, and it is a developing into a cracker day a uh, good 4 is the track rating and there are 32 scratchings from race 1 you can take out 6 Patrika Mist 8 Oakfield Red Gum 12 Three Wise Men 6-8-12 out of race number 1 <coughs> race number 2 scratch 2 Arts Alive 10 Shout About It 2 and 10 out of race 2 race 3 scratch 1 Bodyguard 3 Counter Offensive 9 Marais 1-3-9 out of race 3 Race 4, scratch 4, political debate 6, mystery shot 17, bazooka 18, arts 4, 6, 17, 18 Race 5, scratch 3, Tannhauser 14, Ashfall 16, Limburg 18, coto de Casa 19, Miss Ghent 3, 14, 16, 18, 19 Race 6, 11, Autumn Angel 11 Race 7, 4, Remark, 4. Race 8, Scratch 2 Pericles, 14 Duke de Cessa, 19 Waterford, 20 Olentia, 2, 14, 19, 20. Race 9, Number 1 King's Order, 6, Hosea, 16 Future History, 1, 6, 16. Race 10, 5, Shelby 66, 7, Extremely Lucky, 11 Barossa Rosa, 12 Cote, 14 Astero, 15, munitions. 5, 7, 11, 12, 14, 15. And that is... That is... (coughs) Excuse me. The scratching information for Randwick. We go to Newcastle next. And there are 35 scratchings. Race 1, 6, Ninja Star, 6. Race 2, scratch 5, a Silvery Warrior, number 5. Race 3, scratch number 8, Maya Louise... 11 Pedacious, 8 and 11 out of race number 3. Race 4, scratch 1, as good as you get. 6, Bedtime, 10, Loot and Who. 11, Queen GG. 1, 6, 10, 11 out of race number 4. Race 5, scratch 1, Combat Crusader. 2, Hariri. 10, Joint Mission. 13, Sting in the Tail. 17, Ma Ali. 1, 2, 10, 13, 17. <coughs> Race 6, Scratch 1, Chartwell, 2 There There, 4 Incessant, 6 Like a Bomb, 8 Schwartz, 10 Taipan Legend, 16 Star Legacy, 17 Commando Jack, 19 Primo, 1, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 16, 17, 19. Race 7, Scratch 1, The Empire, 5 Lucifer's Reward, 7 Cecilia, 12 Mad Darcy, 15 Major Murphy. 16, Coben Haven, 17, Dubai Flyer, 18, Crazy Russian, 1, 5, 7, 12, 15, 16, 17, 18. From race 8, scratch number 5, Jamira Beach, 7, Boss, 9, Touch of Navy, 18, Vardon, 19, Lady Shenanigans, 5, 7, 9, 18 and 19, those are the scratchings for Newcastle. <coughs> Wagga today, the scratchings for the country meeting in New South Wales, ten of them, race one, clear. From race two, scratch number five, Martha Lavina, number five. Race three, it's eight, oh, wonderful, Wine, number eight. From race four, scratch nine, Little Besheba, 11, a Stern Torch, 15, Barabool, 16, Northwood Poppet, 9, 11, 15, 16. Race 5, Scratch 3, Military Maneuver, and 9, Flying Gem, 3 and 9 out of race number 5. Race 6, Scratch 2, Winchester Rival, and 9, Over the World, 2 and 9 out of race 6. That's New South Wales. We go to Victoria. Mornington is the venue today for Metropolitan Racing down there. And there are 18 scratchings. Race 1, Scratch 6, Salmonth, 8, Picky, 9, After Sunset, six eight nine. Race 1. Race 2, Scratch 9, Red Hawk 9. Race 3, Scratch 1, Sky Horse. 8, Alaskan Storm. 1 and th- 8 out of race number 3. Race 4, Scratch 3, Huguenot. 7, Far Flung. 3 and 7 out of race 4. Race 5, Scratch number 6, a 77. 7, Hoops. 8, Aussie Nation. And 11, Choi Huli. 6, 7, 9, 11 out of race 5 Race 6, Scratch 3, Air Clash Number 3, Race 7, Clear Race 8, Scratch 2, Skidamarink 8, Lady DD. 9, Russian Benefits 10, Aquarello and 11, Claymore Mine 2, 8, 9, 10, 11 out of race 8, those are the Mornington Scratchings In Brisbane today, Eagle Farm is the venue and the scratching information's for that program 40 of them, race 1, number 9, ready by design, 9. Race 2, 1, invading Jilly, 12, Inner Visions, 13, Mashani Style, 14, I Doubt It, 15, Mashani Storm, 16, Rocktaria, and 17, Brazen Act, 1, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. (coughs) Race 3, scratch number 4, Borelli, number 4. Race 4: 6 Kipling's Journey, 8 Starry Eyes, 9 Cool Encounter, 12 Naval Trader, 13 Rosobo, 15 Twice on Sunday, 18 All's Fair, 19 Sheppy. 6 8 9 12 13 15 18 19. Race 5: Scratch number 4 Bow Rider, 5 Festival Prince, 10 Cool Encounter, 13 Move It, Move It. 19 Security Advisor 20 Rosovo, 22 Thunder Moon 4, 5, 10, 13, 19, 20, 22 Race 6 1 Lucky Decision 2 Regal Pom 8 Twigman 14 Drop the Pilot 1, 2, 8, 14 Race 6 Race 7 Scratch 1 Easy Single 4 Never Paid 5 Patton 10 He's Heaven 12 Sime Loader or loam cider. I still got it wrong. Its name's Lime Soda. Lime Soda. One, four, five, ten, twelve out of race five. Someone get me one. Race eight, scratch six, quality time, number six. Race nine, two, couldn't refuse. Three star Virgo. Nine Kingston's here. Eleven dragon miss. Fifteen Nashira. Eighteen the catch. 2, 3, 9, 11, 15, and 18. Those are the Eagle Farm scratchings. Um, oh, that's nearly it. Uh, Morfordville, lastly. Morfordville, lastly. And there are 18 scratchings there today from race one, scratch number two, Boognish, five, Miss Remsky, two and five. Race number two at Morfordville, scratch one, Call Me Al. 12, Southern Shooter. 13, Angelic Appeal. 14, Devils Dexter. 1, 12, 13 and 14 out of race number 2. Race 3, clear. Race 4, Scratch 3, Gifted Gamer, number 3. Race 5, clear. Race 6, Scratch 4, Montada number 4. Race 7, put a line through 2, keep reading. And 5, Home Rule, 2 and 5. Race 8, it's 7, Radagast, 8, Saison, 11, Space Equity, 7, 8, 11 out of race 8. And from race 9, Scratch 3, The Cisco's Kid, 4, Base of Fire, 6, Clamorac, 8, Lucky Blue and 9, Exalted Dame. 1, 3, 6, 8 and 9, 1 past 8 on Sky Sports Radio and Sky Racing, this is Racing HQ.
24: First up this morning, big news for our national sport, cricket. Uh, cricket? Ex- Sorry,
15: but our national sport what? is not cricket. Yeah, it's Aussie rules. Nah, it's no, league. cricket
1: was played first. The soccer's
15: played the most. No,
1: no, but, we played the well, the world would argue yeah. with
19: swimming.
15: We, we, we swim. ski I, almost
19: no as much as cricket.
15: cricket. Sport is our sport, and it's all better on the Tab app. Tab.
19: We're on. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.
11: Read trackside at Rose Hill Gardens for another thrilling Sydney Everest carnival day of group racing featuring the $2 million Hill Stakes. Revel in a dazzling kaleidoscope of fun, food and fashion. Hill Stakes Day, October 7 at Rose Hill Gardens. Book now at theracers.com.au. 24-hour fold cover for
0: 24-hour-a-day peace of mind. Options for life-saving surgery cover and the extended fold policy until the 2025 yielding sales, all with HQ's renewal extension clause. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more.
1: Be sure. Insure with
0: HQ.
12: Experience a remarkable week of racing in one of the world's great cities, Hong Kong, with the Big Sports Breakfast team.
13: Leaving December 5, you'll be transported to Happy Valley with racing under lights for the World Jockeys Challenge. Plus head to Sha Tin for the four group ones and the World Turf Championships.
12: And when not at the racecourse, you can shop, harbour cruise or just relax.
13: Join the Big Sports Breakfast in Hong Kong. Myself,
12: Dave Stanley and Laurie Daly. For more information, go to ambassadortravel.com.au.
22: G'day, it's Sean Garlic here from Galo's Pies. People often ask me, how did a footballer go from sticking his head into a scrum to making pies? Well, it goes back to when we were just so
2: sick of getting pies that all it was was pastry and no meat. So I teamed up with my brother Nathan, and we created a pie which is deliciously flaky pastry on top, a bottom which is rolled extra thin, and filling which is just bursting with flavour. You can find us in Coles and Woolworths, but only in the chilled meals section. If you can't see
1: us, grab the manager and say, where are the garlo's Pies? Because at garlo's Pies, we're thin on pastry, we're big on meat.
15: Racing HQ.
1: Brought to you by HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ.
15: And Bet's Friends on the Tab app. Follow the Racing HQ Bet's Friends team for all the team's tips. What are you really gambling with?
3: Three and a half past eight on Sky Sports Radio. This is Racing HQ. We're live from Ranwick this morning. Steve Rowlton joins me on the line now to have a look at Randwick and see what the stewards have found for the meeting to pass on to our listeners. Good morning to you, Steve. Good morning, Luke. What have you got for us this morning
24: i've identified three horses that were fairly luckless last start race one number five state of america um went back from its uh, wide barrier in a field of eight uh and then uh, the uh john vanovermeer um, rode for luck and uh didn't experience much of it the horse didn't get out until about the 150 and closed off very well um race four number 13 it's been well mentioned this morning altivo um, inside barrier was a curse um, Was back to the inside Badly held up in the straight And really wasn't able to be tested At any stage um, At its When it resumed uh, a fortnight ago And in race 6 Number 12 Unique Ambition um, a, a filly that was in the T-rows um, Beaten 5 lengths Finished 10th But she really wasn't tested uh, Much in the straight She was um, badly blocked for a run
3: Enjoy Epsom Day, Steve. Thanks, you too, Luke. There's Steve Ralton, Chief Steward at Racing New South Wales. Um, Big day ahead. We're live here on the set. Let's welcome back in the boys, Ron Duffersey, Brad Gray. Join me here at Royal Randwick for our full preview. Duff, as I say, good morning to you again. Uh, We've touched on it already this morning. The depth of this meeting, the quality um, outside of the two Group 1s, the return of Think About It, um, one of the real star sprinters in Australia. He's a real highlight on the card, isn't
20: yeah, he? Yeah, he certainly is. And um, interesting to see how he parades. He's a he's a highly active horse. He, yes. he, he gets so excited in the yard, but he doesn't raise a sweat.
3: Yeah, that's he's right. He's a
20: funny horse. Uh, but that's just him. So see, I'm just interested to see if there's any changes with him today. But uh, yeah. Look. It's a great meeting. It is. I can report having called
3: his trial that he was very bouncy behind the barriers. Like he was that's not. That's just him. Yeah. yeah, that's just him. He was. Yeah. Um, he was on the toe. He was excited to get in there. He. He's just he, a ball of energy. Uh, speaking of which, uh, the man to your left, uh, mm. Brad Gray, mm. uh, just. Bouncing out of the his skin today, aren't you, Bradley? Good morning to you.
21: Yeah, well, there's something wrong, you know, that's okay, isn't it? So if it, if it can't get you up and about and you're a punter, uh, yeah, you, you probably need something checked out. But good morning to you guys. Good morning to all the listeners out there. Now, Epsom Day, uh, it is thought to be big fields, capacity fields, yes. open races. The Epsom is $7.50 the field at the moment. Uh, there's so many different opinions. But outside of that, we currently have eight races where there's a $2.80 favourite or shorter. So, Whoa.
20: what could go wrong? That's right. You get the impression
21: <laughs> it's either going to go one way or the other, isn't it? They're all going to lob. The punters cheer. Happy days. Yeah. Otherwise. Yeah, he might be chasing your tail a little bit, but hopefully it's a repeat of 2015. He's done his work. He's done his homework, this no, bloke. He's time. got all the stats in the world. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, we're,
3: I, you know, I always enjoy being on set with you guys, with the camera, etc. but the, you know the only strip about being on set and on camera today is? I can't enjoy the bacon and egg roll while you are uh, doing yeah. the tips. and um, If I'm in the studio, I go off oh. camera and I can enjoy the bacon and egg roll and get the feed in. Uh, I'm sitting here pe- wasting away, Brad. A bit, yolk, to... a
21: bit of yolk down the oh, don't, oh, don't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: That's my, happened before. Provided by Jack's Cafe and my cousin Thomas this morning. Good of him to go and help the workers out, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, and, and fuel us up for a big day on the
20: punt, boys. They'll give him a full-time job. I yeah. Think. Well, uh, you,
3: yeah. you don't really want him <laughs> on the bandwagon here. <laughs> Let's get into this preview. We've got Andrew Hurley with us as... As well, who's got all of these prizes? Hurls, good morning to you, mate. How's the betting activity been on this meeting?
8: Yeah, morning, Luke, Duff, and uh, Brad, and all of this. The activity's been fantastic, as you'd expect, for a, a meeting of this calibre. It's one of the great weekends of the year, isn't it? Footy 40 finals and Epsom, uh, Epsom Day. I tell you what, um, I think Brad Gray might be uh, he's, uh, pretty happy with himself about a certain selection he's got in the first. And that's Whiskey Wisdom. It is now into $7 after opening up at 21 on Wednesday afternoon. They just continue to chip away at it. In the first, Patrika Miss comes out 4x4, 4x5 Oakfield Redgum. Three wise men is the other deduction there. Oh, it's the other scratching rubber. Zero deduction. Doctor Evil at the top is a twenty-six dollars chance. Ten dollars extreme freedom. Go Troppo twelve dollars. Nine to nine fifty Phillipsburg. State of America favorite three forty three fifty now two ninety supported this morning. Ten dollars celestial fury. Our Mary bit of a thousand dollars at ten dollars uh, taken not too long ago. It's at that ten dollar quote. Seven dollars for loving chiller. Seven fifty now seven dollars this morning, Whiskey Wisdom, twenty-three to twenty six Sandy, Verbeck fifty one and thirty-one single crown. Two easily most popular runners here are State of America and Whiskey Wisdom. And as I said, uh, Duff, I don't know if you were keen on it as well. I certainly know Brad was bouncing around the hallways on Wednesday afternoon talking about it. <laughs>
20: No, well, he was pre- he's proven correct so far with uh, the overs. Don't forget to take the deductions off him.
21: <laughs> um, <Here we> <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you behaved and made sure
20: you've had
5: something?
21: I guess a gentleman no. never tells, does he, Brad? No, a gentleman <laughs> always tells in this game. Absolutely, I have. So I've only Good got boy. half the battle. Good so, boy, boy, we? Yeah. so the rest is up to the racing guys, but we're in the right spot to hopefully get a collect in the first. But speed-wise, a few scratchings here as far as tempo in the race. Oakfield Redgum coming out uh, takes away a bit of pressure. The same can be said for for. Tricky can miss there from the inside, but Extreme Freedom's got some tactical speed, Celestial Fury punches up, and Verbeek is versatile, but drawn out there, I imagine they take a trail from Extreme Freedom uh, and bounce out and put themselves on top of the speed, Duff.
20: Yeah, uh, tr- tricky, you know, sometimes you like to just work, with highway form is highway form, midway form is midway form. I'm not so sure that's the case with this race, um, I could be wrong, I'm just, that satness lead up, it's just got me thinking, so I I think State of America, which is well evident in the price here, is short enough at 290, but I think we'd all have to agree if we watch that race at Canterbury, he wins 10 out of 10 times the next time you run it. He's just uh, had nowhere to go. He gives the impression he's a big, strong horse who will love this week straight. And although short enough, I got him on top to beat Celestial Fury. Up in class, but an honest horse who maps so, so well. Well, our Marianne's pretty well tied to the hip with State of, State of America, even though he's a length and a half off the speed there. Well, she's a, a length and a half off the speed, I'd suggest. And loving Chilla, is, um, she's very fit now. Um, she was well tried on early on Wednesday, which is usually a good sign. I know she's an older mare, but I think uh, Greg's got her going quite nicely. Uh, no knock on Brad's tip because he made a very strong case for him, which you'll hear in a moment. Five, seven, nine, and 10. Yeah, eleven, five, 4 and 10. I'm going to go know my fate up someday nice and
21: early, fellas. Yeah. Midway, 1,800 good. metres. Here oh, we go. All what a time I... to be alive. That's eh? right. The thrill-seekers. <laughs> but uh, whiskey wisdom. Yeah, the case for her is she's still a lightly raced mare. Uh, I like the depth of her form lines this time. Back, uh, I think she's ready to win now. Third up, 1,800 metres. The Quinella through that Kembla Grange class one last time out. came out and ran the Quinella there at Rose Hill on Wednesday. You go back to her first campaign at her, at her fourth ever start straight at a maiden company. She ran in a midway and it was a really deep midway. Uh, she was hitting the line there alongside Miracle Spin and actually beat home State of America on that occasion. So everything ties in quite neatly. Five State of America, that's no knock on him. He's clearly come back a better horse this time in. Should have won there last time out. Uh, should be chasing three on the bounce. He's flying. Four, Phillipsburg He's due a change of fortune. He loves some sting out of the ground, but he did race well on a good track last start in Midway Company through that Satness race, and he should have been fighting out the finish. Uh, That gives him a nice platform back out to 1,800 metres and loving chiller. Also comes through that proven Midway form. Uh, She, too, looks well placed out to 1,800 metres, only has to hold her form to be in the finish again. 11, 5, 4 and 10. Give us strength.
3: Good luck, buddy. Uh, Let's uh, get Darren Findel's selections up for our viewers on Sky Racing, Um, if we can. Otherwise, I will... Yep, there we go. Uh, Thank you to the team in the studio. There, nine. Our Marianne on top, five, eleven, and four. I say for the viewers, but for me as well because I didn't have them up on the computer. So uh, thank you very much to our team there. And by the way, I'm still waiting. Where's the promo? Osbred Flirt two weeks ago at 20 to 1, tipped by both of you, Duff and, and Brad. Um, I haven't seen the promo yet, Duff, it's got to be in the works.
20: No, well... Something? Uh, anything? They've been
3: busy. <laughs> they've been busy. <laughs> I'm sure it's coming, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so <is> Christmas. Question. <laughs> <laughs> Race number two, the Gym Crack for two-year-olds and uh, always exciting this Hurls. Um, has the Gym Crack been a little bit quieter than the breeders at this stage?
8: Uh, that's a really good question, actually. I could tell you the answer to that. Oh, yes, yes. To answer your question, that's um, mm. a yeah, good question. And there's your answer. Uh, Arts alive and shout about it. Come out, uh, but zero deductions. Live this with a linear up at top. It's a ten-dollar chance for fifteen on Wednesday. Celestial blings nine dollars, ten dollars. Erno's Cube went up fifteen for it. Invincible Madison at four eighty. Favorite lady of Camelone. It's been popular a week, but just getting out now two thirty two eighty since Wednesday. Four forty lady to Soar. Manal twenty three. Twenty six repos to Toka is a thirty four dollar chance and Umabet seventy one dollars. Pretty much as the market uh, suggests is pretty much the way they've been playing it throughout. Speed, you'd
21: expect them to just run on adrenaline here, wouldn't you? Uh, Gayward House, Adrian train Galloper's Spear, Ford Lady of Camelot uh, looks the most naturally brilliant. Uh, gets the chance to cross the two inside there, being Celestial Bling and Alenia. Uh, Lady to Salt will come across and keep Lady of Camelot company on top of the speed outside of that. Maybe Erno's Q. I'm not sure what they do with her from that wide drawdown.
20: Yes, it's an interesting race. I, I just loved. I know she didn't run the fastest time of the day, Invincible Madison. I just love what she did, relaxing with her sit and just really surging that last little bit. So I'll gamble on her, and you'll find that the Snowden's horses always have something left in the tank after the first trial, so hopefully improvement there. She might need it to beat Lady of Camelot who was excellent um, doing uh, what she did in a professional manner, winning her heat. And uh, obviously she's got the pedigree with her half-sister winning this race last year. Lady to sort did run the time but has work to do to cross from that draw. And I like Erno's um, I thought, Cube. I thought he had a length or two, or she had a length or two up the sleeve. She flew out of the barriers, just uh, Johnny Allen took hold of her. And she went to the line, with a le- like I say, with a length or two up the sleeve. So five, six, seven and four.
21: Yeah, I made a spot there for Erna. Cube as well at double figure odds also in that fourth position but Lady of Camelot on top looked the pick of the fillies from those Kenzo trials she looked a natural she burned across she was sharp enough on the clock and as Duff mentioned a nice pedigree to boot being half sister to Platinum Jubilee the winner of this race last year and also half the queen of the ball so a couple of sharp types five Invincible Madison 100% agree if there's a danger to the favourite it looks to be her because there looks to be enough pressure on paper she maps to just get that drop on them late and she showed her a lovely little turn of foot there to put her rivals away in her trial win Seven lady to sort. Uh, looks one of the obvious threats to the stalemate. Lady of Camelot. She'll bounce out. She was sharper on the clock, uh, but she was made to work that little bit more. Uh, that said, uh, she can only run well here on day. in and Erno's cube. We made the case why he or she might be a touch of overs there. Just a bit of a sticky gate to overcome, but looked able to offer her in her trial. So six five seven and four. But all important market confidence uh, in the yard. Oh, definitely yard. Very important to see how these two-year-olds handle
3: the occasion so early in their careers. Darren Flindell raised two seven six five. Eight. He's with Lady Tassort with his selections. There, we move to the Colts now and the Breeders' Plate. And uh, looking at the market, Scampy Hurls. He's even money. Um, talk us through the market here.
8: Yeah well it's been pretty short since the market went up, uh two thirty to two dollars now the scratchings, bodyguard two by one, two cents to win, counter-offensive. and Moraes uh three by three. Leaves us with Capitol Hill 151, now 101. 21 in from 51 counterpart, 19 espionage, fearless 18, 101 for force red, finest nine fifty. We've bet as much as fifteen dollars for it. Uh twenty-six to nineteen crossed since the market opened. Two dollar favourite is scampy. Straight charge, 5.50, 126 are too soon, and volatile. Uh, went up as short as 3.60, 4.80 this morning, now back to 4.60. Scampy has been the most popular runner uh, right throughout the week. They were keen to get on early. Yes, yeah, Scampy holds a position
21: here. Uh, looks a natural type himself. Straight charge. I imagine it'll be pretty much handlebars down, trying to cross Scampy. Whether he can, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens in the first couple of hundred meters there, and then a few others just happy to take a trail in behind uh, Prost and Highness here.
20: Some good colts here, I think. Uh, some good colts. I, I think he is. I might be proven wrong, but I think he's way under the odds, Scampy. But I like him. You know, I mark could mark him a lot longer here. Um, he just had that that uh, that sexy look about him everyone loved it that's that's a good way of putting yeah 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 guess yeah. just, was it just a natural I'm the man I thought man. you were talking about me <laughs> for a second it but... <laughs> was just the man he come out oh, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. oh, look yeah. at me I got my ears pricked. oh yeah uh, sometimes I can go pop when you let them go you know and not go anywhere but to the eye you had to like him yeah. <laughs> so look let's just see what he performs does today they had a lot they've got a lot of 2 year olds to work with and this is the only one they produced, the cult, only colt they produced at the trial. So they know that he's an up-and-running type. The Ma Eustace camp. I'll go with him. I think he's ridiculous on straight charge, uh, considering what he did in the trial, uh, running by by far the fast time, mm. and love the way he surged when he was um, when he was eyeball late, and they they spoke him up prior to the trial as their best horse. So, and they've got a lot of trial winners on the day. Um, the first 200 metres is vital for him. I think if he finds the fence, he's going to be very hard to run down. Volatile, well, we heard Peter. He thinks he's a good colt. McDonald thinks he's a good colt. And I've had something at the 50. Well, he's not 50s anymore. Counterpart. I, I thought he was a... A very good trial behind Volatile with no room to move, and he could—he just could drop out here and charge home if the track's playing that way, that for the back markers is okay. He's, he's a good little place bet. 11, 12, 14 and 4.
21: Purely on price, I've gone the way of straight charge here. 12, 11, 14 and 6. Now, they were the complete opposite in their trials, weren't they? So everything was left to the imagination regarding Scampi, and nothing was left to the imagination as far as straight charge. He was given a dig, uh, he didn't really get the chance to settle, but I love the way he just kept running through the line, and that was backed up on the clock. Scampy, he's been well found. $2.30 was bet there, first market. Uh, he got into a short, I think it's dollar eighty at some point, didn't he? Now he's, he's an even money chance. So we can just see what that market does from here on out. 14 volatile, Shades of Empire of Japan, uh, the winner of this race last year. Very similar trial, same colours there, China Horse Club, same jockey, same trainer, and he'll be strong late and fearless. Similar case for him. Uh, the Stodens are, are clearly well represented here, and I think he runs a race at $18.12, 11, 14, and 6. Darren Flindell, 12, 11, 14.
3: with his numbers similar to Brad there for Darren. He is with straight charge on top. Have you guys seen the the post about scampi. You seen it on an Instagram, Dun? Oh. Look at this. They've got a... I only see it on the menu when I go to the seafood. Drink. There's Kieran Maher for our listeners to oh. describe it. He's he's got the seafood, Brad. Look, he's yeah. behind the seafood. Uh, they've photo cropped his face onto the, <laughs> onto some bloke. Jason, Jason Collett's
21: the one yeah. that gets I'll to show, show you. Up. I'll
3: show you Jason, Duff. There he is. In the, <laughs> he's in the scampi costume, ladies and gentlemen, to describe it for you. There's Jay. He's sitting on a on an armchair. He's got the oh. the arm up and he's dead set dressed. As a scampi. Um, they're a type of prawn, are they not? Uh, duffer, uh, or some uh, sort of
20: crustacean? You should know. You'd they're know. They're a at all. <laughs> they bring them over from Western Australia there, and they don't care if they're frozen, and then they put them on the grill there, and, oh, geez, they're nice. I thought you'd be They're nice. not cheap. Oh, the scampi, yeah. You need a sponsor, but if, you, if you've got a sponsor, you just order a dozen scampi in the yeah. so, Brad, uh, scampi, yeah. ever tried I it? Like had, it? I have had, had scampi before.
21: No, no, are really? you serious? They're oh, really? little lobster, really. They're succulent. They're succulent. Okay. Yeah. Well, next time you go, Duff, Duff oh, will shout you,
3: Brad,
20: you'll like take it in. Of mind. You had langoustine. No, no that's similar.
3: Yeah. Tell you what, if Whiskey Wisdom wins today, you're we'll sweet. Get you can get the scampi, yeah. mate. <laughs> Done. Let's move to race four, boys. And uh, this is the Randwick pre- preview with Luke Marlow, Ron Duffersey, Brad Gray and Andrew Hurley, who's got the market for us on the fourth.
8: Yeah, and the scratchings here. Political debate, five by six. Mystery shot, two by one. Bazooka, zero. And Arts, a two cents the win. Promises cap number one is a $19 chance. 26 Andalus. Lure Me In at 61. 17 Stroke of Luck. Renaissance Woman went up $12 Wednesday. $8.50 now $9. $4 unspoken. Very solid. $10 for Bella. Uh, Gluenthorn is a $34 chance. 71 kiss the bride. Mars a bit 151. Our favorite is Altivo 350. Wednesday 290. Now 260. Kibosh 34. 34 from Myers. Bellatrix Black 34. And highlights down the bottom $18 when the market was first put up. It's now a $13 chance. It's, yeah, uh, it's not the busiest race on the car. The Altivo is the best bet against sort of market order in front of Unspoken.
21: Big enough field here, but there doesn't look to be a lot of pressure on paper. A lot of horses resuming and a lot of 2,000 metre types. So, four valour may take control from the outset here and be hard to chase down. Thereafter, Kiss the Bride can spear forward if they like. Highlights can settle closer, and you'd like to think that Unspoken can punch up and hold a prominent position from that inside
20: draw there, Doug. I think he will. I think there's four, four chances, four good chances, actually. So... I'd love to get a push to say that she's ready renaissance woman I've always liked her she's she just promised to be something um, obviously she showed that staying promise in her, um that second prep there and they had to push on to the, you know whatever the, the, those oaks and whatever but I just feel the way she trialed and accelerated over the top of them late the other day I think a mile first up she's here to do something I think unspoken very hard to beat um, scratched last week for this but uh, as we keep saying he did have improvement in the yard from that first up win Peter's happy with him, El Tivo, um the flashing light and no one missed his uh, run the other day um, short enough now, I would have thought short enough with the competitive field because the other one is obviously the leader for who on the back up at home at a mile he's going to take an awful amount of running down so I think they're the four uh, seven, eight, thirteen,
21: and nine. Yeah, they are the four, I think. Uh, for Valor, the more I look at that $10 in the shape of this race, yeah. it keeps jumping off the page, doesn't it? But I've got him fourth pick as well. I've got Altivo on top. He has been very well found. $2.60, so plenty of market confidence to suggest that he can atone for last start where he was luckless. Uh, thankfully for us, he was luckless, but I'm, I'm sure he would have. Uh, given our tip, uh, a run for the money there but a lightly raced Galloper, his record speaks for itself, uh, he's a dead set winner and I think 1600 metres is a perfect scenario for him now, uh, Zach Lloyd does the steering, uh, if you find a three wide running line uh, that'd be perfect, so Osbred Floyd was the horse that uh, ran 10th to behind last time out but just never had the, the handbrake off there, the entire straight, 8 unspoken clearly returned well as import often do in their second preparation uh, 1600 metres now, beat Grassell Styler there first up, you think he can only improve off that, 7 renaissance woman, I can see the case there. A nice trial ahead of her return as she looked to be sharp enough to cope with 1,600 metres first up, particularly on a dry track. I think that suits And 9-4 Valor. Nice setup on the quick turnaround. Third up and his 1,600 metre record uh, is exceptional. Five cracks at it for four wins and a second. 13-8, 7-9. 9-7-13 and 14
3: <clears throat> for Darren Flindell with his selections. He's got the 9 on top, which is 4 Valor. About to take our First break on the Randwick preview, and it wouldn't be a Randwick preview without the leaf blowers. Uh, Just uh, call them in here, Duff. I want to get all these leaves out of here as well.
29: It's the A20 special
3: coming in. (laughs) We'll be back soon.
29: Join Hancock's Racing number 11, where you can own seven horses prepared by Group 1 winning trainers in four states. Proven track record, great communication. Colts by Zoostar, Merchant Navy and Better Than Ready. Fillings by Lean Mean Machine, Star Spangled Banner, Star Turn and Omaha Beach. One off $1,500 or six by 250 monthly payments and up to five persons per share. Call Shelley Rod for the prospectus 035274 9171 or website hancocks.com.au. The Tab
18: Everest. The world's richest race on turf. $20 million. Royal Randwick October 14. The Tab Everest. Will you be watching? Bigger battle, mini, mini, money, and flower favourite Kia.
2: From the award-winning Kia Sportage to the street cred delivering Kia Seltos or Kia's most powerful car ever, the all-electric EV6 GT. Book a test drive today to find your chosen one. Find out more at kia.com.au or drop into your nearest Kia dealer
25: that inspires. A rare racing chance to buy the iconic standardbred property Benji Ribbon, the home of the famous Brooklyn Lodge Stud, minutes from Bathurst on 610 hectares with water rights. Auction day October 26th. For full details contact Nutrient Hardcourts.
10: Looking to take the next step in your career? Marcus Oldham's Advanced Diploma of Equine Business Management gives you the skills for a rewarding career in the equine industry. Open up unique opportunities across the world in racing, bloodstock, stud management, breeding, horse health and marketing. There are even pathways to higher academic study. Visit marcusoldham.vic.edu.au forward slash equine to discover why our students have such impressive employment prospects and love this course so much.
1: Racing HQ brought to you by HQ
10: Insurance.
1: Be sure, insure with HQ and
15: Bet's Friends on the tab app. Follow the Racing HQ Bet's Friends team for all the team's tips. What are you really gambling with?
3: Welcome back to Royal Randwick, up to race five with our preview. We'll get there in a sec. Uh, we were just chatting during the break, Duff, about this uh, this two-year-old Invincible Madison and her purchase history. Um, tell us the story about the purchasing. It's Tammy M. Rigney Racing who... Are from yeah, the owners. I
20: remember everyone loves the magic me and sale and yep. getting there and writing down the results and then we see a Philly you know, go through for 1.2 million and Tammy Rigney racing. Well, there's, there's always a new name in racing so apparently it's um, they were out here the family for an equestrian thing and they decided to go to the sales. I don't okay. know if they don't think they've bought any horses in Australia before and I don't know if they've got overseas. I think it's more equestrian. They're obviously into horses. Mm. And um, all of a sudden there's one knocked down they decided to buy a horse. And yeah, they bought a beautifully bred filly and she looks very, very good because so, she went here today. She's worth a fortune. Um, and there's a whisper around, they might be flying in. So hopefully they are, and uh, they'll have a good day. From the States,
3: fantastic. And I believe their business is is something to do with alcohol. Uh, Fire,
20: some, fireball or someone's... Okay. I don't know what it's, if it's a, a shot or a whiskey, or a, but apparently it's very big in America. Hey, if for, you, <laughs> can,
21: you can educate me on Scampi. I can't you yeah. on the fireball. Yeah, yeah, okay, exactly. right, yeah. They go all right, the fireballs. Yes. No, yes. I can give you the... Of a, a bit of a throat tickle. On. Oh, oh, yeah, maybe well. a bit early now, 8am. A am.
3: enough for me. I'll give Flindell one before the first. That'll liven him up. Race five. Is the Dulcify and uh, Andrew Hurley is back with us for the market. Boy oh boy, hurls. Odds on now for the big Tomcat. What? Uh, no, still two ten. Um, however,
8: oh I'm yes, sort of he's little... popped back out. He's yeah, he's, he's, he's two ten. He yeah, odds on. Ten Houser, seven by seven. Two cents to win. Ashmore, Limburg comes out, Coda de Caza and Miss Gent, uh, zero deduction. Alright, so we've got Tonkin, 2.30 this morning, yeah, it's got to one ninety. it's back to 2.10. 26 to 23, Kintyre. Cafe Millennium, chipped away at it, it's $6.50. 17, Gambari. Bushy, $6.61. Noisy Boy, Rabelow, uh, is a $14 chance. Extreme Spirit, $18. Uh, 19, Ajita, in from $26. Attack 10 to $9. Cape Ferret, 26 201, Long Jeans. Port Lockroy, 34 And Cicada is 100 to $1. Been very popular all week uh, as Tom Kitten. I know odds on sounds a little bit rude, and we'll probably won't get to odds on or SP at that, but uh, very popular and in Maltese as well, as you'd imagine.
20: Can I just check that price on Extreme Spirit? Uh, you can. $81. Price check? Price check. Yeah, $81. Okay. I thought, I thought you said... Yeah, I thought you said 19 I thought, well, oh, there's a go. But, uh, uh, no, yep. no, no. Good. Yeah. Tom Kitten, he should get his chance. A lovely map.
21: Unlike last time out, where he covered a stack of ground in the run. So, he should get his chance. Speed looks pretty good. Courtesy of Attack Gumbari. What do they do with Noisy Boy? I think they rode to the track pattern to some extent there on the Kenzo last time out, but he was dynamite in that position. So, I imagine they do push the button and and try and find a little bit of cover. What do you do thereafter? I think Port Lockroy can hold a spot. And as I say, I think Tom Kitten uh, can be a lot more prominent than we saw there last time. Tannhauser coming out. uh, Vet certificate. Hopefully everything's okay. Yeah, 10, uh, he
20: will have run well today. Two dollars ten. When does he become a Tom Cat? Has he got to be four to well, be? He's still a kitten. As yeah, well, a three year old. What's he? new, Pussy Cat? Two dollars ten. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> really. uh, tom Tiger to today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah, look, I, I agree. Um, Nash will be a little aggressive with him today and be closer than midfield. You'd like, like to think so from that draw. I think draw. so. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, he's hard enough to beat. He's well weighted. Um, he fits in nicely. At um, set weights here. He's got performance on the board. Nothing wrong with his two runs back from the spell and the up-and-coming Ming Dynasty. Looks the form. Just that there's some nice horses here. Um, whether they're as well-placed as him, I doubt, and that's probably that's reflected in the price. So he's on top. I'm sort of thinking 250 minimum, but we'll just see what happens. Uh, I'm a fan of Ravello. I love the way he surged when challenged at Kembler. I know it's only a Class 1, but he might be more your Derby type. I see it was 50-1 in the Derby in in Melbourne. It's worth a spec for a free hit there. Um, Raf attack, got racing style, and I think the mile was suiting better. It was 15.50 back to 14 the other day and just didn't execute it right, I don't think. And best of the rest is pushy. So how can you knock a winner... And he's won three straight. There was four winners out of the Kembla win, three winners out of the Newcastle win, and then he puts a gap in them. So, And he does have nice little racing style in his own right but needs luck getting across.
21: 1, 8, 11, and 6. Yeah, I'm with him as well. 1, four, eleven, 11, and 5. 1, Tom Kitten. I think his dominance in the market has a bit to do with the fact that he is a genuine miler as yeah, well. A lot of his yeah. dangers here are probably more gloaming stakes spring, spring champion, whereas True. he's probably a 1,600 metre or stretching to 2,000 metres. So he's just got that little bit of sharpness about him. And the, when, the more you watch that race playing the Ming Dynasty, the more you think, well, how are they going to turn the tables on him? So no excuses today. He's come back really well and particularly well-placed set weights. Uh, Cafe Millennium, if he gets the first half of the race right, uh, he's going to be in the finish but that's a big if, isn't it? Because he's still learning his craft. I do like 1600 metres Randwick Blinkers first time. 11 Attack. he was exceptional there in the Ming Dynasty last start. In the context of being five weeks between runs, absorb pressure 15.50 back to 1400 metres he is a sharp improver and five Gambari, the stalemate to Rafatak rapid- uh, One there at Hawkesbury last time out. That's the confidence booster that he needed going towards a race like this, and he'll be sticking on the finish himself. 1, 4, 11 and 5.
3: Let's see what Darren's come up with, <clears throat> with his selections, and uh, we'll put them up on screen. Tom Kitten for Darren. 1, 6, 15 and 2. Do you know the only thing I, <clears throat> excuse me again, uh, thought about with Tom Kitten, that the only reservation I had, aside from the short price, but... Just, it was, was it a bit of a hard run for him the other day? Because it was a brutal race and he was wide working a lot, Duff. That was the only thing I worried about, just him backing it up. Um, and hopefully that hasn't taken too much out of him.
20: Yeah, you can look at it at the other way as well. and Maybe it toughens him up. He's a big, mm. strong horse. Well, he seems to have a good constitution. He does. He's a big unit, yeah, isn't I, he? Yeah, I, think, you know, I don't think there's too many issues there. Mm. Brad, any take on that? No,
21: I don't think so. I think it's okay. He it was first up. Maybe a little bit of an issue, but he already had a pretty good base for that, didn't he? Yeah, Yeah. that's exactly right. Um,
3: And and how big is he, Duff?
20: Is he quite a... a, He's a big, 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 strong... Yeah, uh, regal horse. Who, yeah, who um, has really come on since his two-year-old days? Put it that way. And what about Cafe Millennium? He's a big boy well, too. Well, he? he's a talented horse, but you just can't do it with the racing style like that. And he, he too much has got to go right. He doesn't pop out of the gates he either. He, he flops not. out, Brad.
21: Flops out, two lengths last. It'll be interesting. With, watch, isn't it'll it? it
20: be interesting with the blinkers and nose roll off today with him. But let's just—we know he's good enough. Uh, the good moment for him today—the big ramwick stretches of the mile. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he, he adds interest for sure. Can Shin make a difference at the start? Well, he makes a makes a difference on a lot of horses. Does he? What? He's riding well. He's a, well. He's a great rider. Had a had a spill last night,
3: guys. Yeah, he fell off, but he he's, he was fine. He walked yeah, back uh, he at Bruni Valley. I think
20: he might have got suspended there as well. So out okay. uh, after today, I'd suggest. Uh, that's just that's a very interesting race. That uh, that fifth
3: race, the Dulcify, listed over sixteen hundred metres. <clears throat> a lot of them will head on to the Glaming and Spring Champion, no doubt. Flight stakes, first of the group ones. Um, and she's done nothing wrong. Hurls tis invincible. Uh, she's swept the princess series to date. What price is she?
8: Yeah, just an absolute professional, isn't she? Uh she's two forty, opened up at three dollars on Wednesday afternoon. Autumn Angel, the only scratching, two by one. Tiz Invincible, two thirty two forty this morning. Come on, she's been a bit soft. Four forty out to six dollars since the market opened. Tropical Squall, Ditto, six out to seven fifty. Miss Jolene, eighty-one. French Endeavour, fifteen. Thirty-four, summer loving. Molly Nickes, uh, eleven dollars Wednesday, seven dollars into six fifty this morning. Captain Amelia, eighty-one. Private Legacy 41, Tuta Levita went up 15 on Wednesday, 9:50 to 10 now. Unique Ambition 11 to 9, and Hasty Honey is 126. Now, despite the fact that we've got a favourite, which is you know short enough at 250, it's actually a really competitive betting race. And I can tell you, there's been very good money Molly Nickers and also Tuta Levita, and some loving at a price. Written a couple of bets on it as well the
21: interest here lies in what do they do with Tiz Invincible from the gate. Surely they have to press forward. I think there is a spot outside the lead up for grabs. A few of these would be happy to take a little bit of cover. But Tropical Squall uh, runs it as she likes. Tiz Invincible I think comes across. Kamachi holds a position. Miss Jolene uh, can be prominent, but I think they'd like a little bit of cover with her. Uh, and Tudela Vita from that inside gate today, as opposed to the outside gate. Uh, she can settle significantly closer in the run, down. Uh,
20: I, I like different form here. Uh, these Phillies, although Tears and Vincils beat them three times, I just don't know whether there's, there's dominance in our, our Phillies ranks. They're too close together, a lot of them. I I, I love different form with Molly Nickers here. Um, I think she's done a few really good things uh, throughout her career. She's lightly raced. Um, whether this is all too soon for her, would have liked to hear a little more stable confidence this morning, but, oh, look, I think she's here to run well, and I think she's hard to beat. Um, I can't believe the difference between Komochi and Tiz Invincible in, in the market. I, I think Komochi sat wide no cover the other day and was excellent. She's been excellent all the way through. You wouldn't begrudge her a good chance here. Uh, Tan Levita is the one I'm wary of. I think she is been. Everything's been pointed towards this race and maybe the next one. Um, Magic Man on board, good draw. I think she fits in really well. I just can't get this favourite this short I just have to oppose her she's in fourth pick the last posi- she's got no other option but to go outside the lead the last position she wants to be at a mile is dragging the field up mm. to tropical squall Man. and that's going to be a hard task in itself and having something left at the finish at a mile um, but she's a winner Seven to ten and one. If she
21: wins today, she is absolutely no, she's the dominant. real deal. She's she? dominant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the dominant filly to this point. Uh, she has to tick another box today. Tuta Vita for me. Uh, if she can't win this, then she gets a uh, perfect setup, doesn't she? Like everything has just falling into place at the perfect time. 1600 meters. She's always given the impression that she had the makings of a flight stakes filly. Draws a gate, finds Giomarera, uh, can punch up and hold a position just in behind the speed. And from there, every possible chance. Ten dollars. That'll do me. Tis Invincible. you know your fate early. If she doesn't have to work too. Hard to get across, yeah. Uh, well, she has won what the rosebud, the furies, and the T Rose. What more can she do? Albeit, uh, it was run to suit on each occasion. A sprint home suited her brilliance. French Endeavour, similar case to Tudela Vita, uh, drew out there last start in the T Rose and was making late ground. She looks well placed out at 1600 metres and drawn kinder today. And Camachi goes tied to the hip there with Tis Invincible, just trying, finding a little bit harder, just find that length or half a length to turn the tables. When markets first went up for this race, guys, mm-hmm. $51, I backed Captain Amelia, and I thought, I'm absolutely a <laughs> genius here. are allowed r- to make a <laughs> mistake. We're in the race... And I've taken Unders, $101. Outstanding play. What a game. How good's that be, be great! Yeah, I love it, mate. I'd uh, rather
20: so... hear all your good stories.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not over yet. No, it's not over yet. Yeah. No, 10-1, 5-2. Do you go again or just cop the... We just cop it. Yeah, you just cop it, I think. Yep. Uh, Darren, what's he doing? Let's see. Uh, with his selections in this group one flight stakes uh, for the three-year-old fillies. Unique ambition, number 12 on top for Darren to beat 2-1 and 9 uh, gets J-Mac, blinkers. Can, can it roll forward, Duff?
21: Uh, I don't know, Anything's I don't, possible. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. Do you think eases? I think Eases. Yeah, I wouldn't be completely surprised. But given her profile, I think they may be
20: looking at two thousand metres and potentially in okay. an Oaks. Yeah. So with yeah, that in right. mind, they're not going to gutter today. No. They will drop back and win if you can. Right. Sh- Sweeping at them, I, I would suggest. Well, how fast will they go then? Because I mean, I think she'll run a long tropical squall today. Do you think they'll typical, just try? And typical of this stable just go. ye go fast enough to be a length and a half. In front, okay, and they will quicken before the turn and try and get the back markers off the bit. That's that's but they, they're, they're masters at it.
21: You're right. You you read it the same way, Brad. Yep, you think I do. Will. I do. Yep. Tropical squall. Catch me if you can. She gets a chance.
3: Ironimus is pretty good at doing that too. Um, holding that that length margin in front and just bluffing them out of the lead. And well, I mean,
20: he it, works with the stable. He knows what yeah. the instructions are. if it doesn't work, that it doesn't come back and haunt him because he just he rides her to how they're taught to race. i uh, all week I've been. Fogging myself up on
3: Tis Invincible. My starting position when I first looked at the race was no way I'm interested here um, from that draw. But then I just kept looking at the late. She seemed to have a little bit more left in the tank yep. on the line in in that last win at 1400 she metres. She's had sweet runs. She's had That's the that's the other point, right? I mean, she she's more than likely. It's highly likely she has to do it without cover today for the first time in a couple of runs. She's been covered up behind, had the cover, and pounced. But today she might have to cut the breeze, Duff?
20: I think so. Yeah. Unless, um, well, maybe she pops, because if she does go out hard, tropical, well, maybe she pops in the slipstream. behind. If she finds the back, it'll be better, because that gives something a chance to give her a little bit of cover, and when she does sprint, she can come out. But if she has to, if something kicks up on the inside, and she has to sit outside the lead. She'll want to be an almighty filly to win. I think. I agree. Um, but you know what'll? Ha- I mean, we're over We are. We the yeah, we're the, 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 race. the moral
3: is that Captain Amelia is going to win because he's. Yeah. When you <laughs> take unders, Brad, they always select. <laughs> the unders, God. <laughs>
20: he's
3: very kind, isn't he? Oh yes, he's a lot more forgiving than the overs, God. Um, they're, they're far and far between those two. Um, we get to the premiere, guys, and what a premiere it is! Hurl's lost and running at seventeen dollars, trying to recapture some form. You wouldn't
8: think it's totally out of it either, would you? Uh, this morning we've got remark coming out three by two on the top lost and running. Yeah, but it's been very easy. $11 out the 17. 210, now $2, but think about it. Went up 2 30 on Wednesday. $13 Marzoo, athletic, 61. Or Philrick. Hawaii, $50, 9 Easy from $6. 101, a coach We've got alcohol free eight fifty dollars in from $11. Bella Patina, $8 to $5.50. And Zapateo, $6 has not budged. Now, despite the fact there's been a couple of inward moves and Zapoteo's very solid, I can tell you, investment-wise, think about it, the most popular runner on the card this afternoon. Doesn't look to be a fast run,
21: 1,200 metres, this. So, Athelric comes across. What do you do thereafter? Hawaii 5-0. Can hold some kind of position, I imagine. Alcohol-free, potentially. Lost and running, Barry 1. Mazu closer. Uh, Kote, maybe. He has to spear forward now, Duff. I don't yeah. know. So, a few things up in the air here. It could be a, a tactical little race.
20: Uh, well, it's not going to be easy for these horses out. Boy, I think these horses not, are, are not going to give away their inside draws mm. uh, today. I think inside draws are gold. Here, um, I am finally a believer. Yeah. <laughs> it's taken me a while to <laughs> think about it. Um, it's, hard, it's hard not to be. It's there, hard isn't it? not. I mean, yeah. Look, look at that record. Oh. His trials are superb. Um, yeah, he's just going to uh, get on the bit here within a couple of legs of him, and he's hard to beat. <laughs> Big improvement, on today, where you can't do what he did the other day, drag back and pull and, and, pull, and then they sprint home, your, your wheels are left spinning. Likewise with Lost and Running, he was just trialling too, too well uh, not to forgive that wide run first up, and Bell and sets up well uh, second up. Um, I think these inside draws are gold here, Two, three, one, and 9. Yeah, that's the key, isn't it? We think about it and we can half justify
21: the fact that he's an even money favourite here because if he had drawn, I don't know, 8, 9 or something, all of a sudden you think, well, oh, he's going to yeah. go back to last year, circle the field, give away right. a fitness advantage. Can he do that? But as it is, he won't have to. So he does still give away a fitness advantage to his rivals, whoever, uh, as Duff touched on his trials, have been outstanding this time back and the best are still ahead of him, which is a pretty scary thought. Mazu, he's the huge improver here. He was OK there first up in the shorts. Uh, just had to get a long way out of his ground. His sectionals home were fine. 1,200 metres, second up kind of gate. He'll jump out of the ground. Nine, Bella Nipatina. Uh, she's another one that'll be closing. And 10, Zapateo. Don't be too quick to sack her. Uh, $6. She's found a spot there in the market, but the depth through that first up run behind Sunshine strong, in Paris it? and Espiona does read well. And she a uh, little cherry there is just how well she maps. She just jumps straight on the, the back of the leaders and gets her chance from there with James McDonald. Two, three, nine, and 10. Darren, think about it number two on top to beat 9 six, ten
3: for what it's worth. I, I'm with him too. I mean, he, I think he's just cut above. I think he could be different gravy this horse. I'm really excited to see him resume today, guys. Um, exciting premier stakes. Now the tab Epsom. What a field hurls um, and a wide market
8: as you'd expect for an Epsom yeah it's an absolute beauty isn't it now pericles has come out as has duke de of waterford and alentia uh we've got pericles zero one cent the win duke de of waterford five by five and alentia two by one all right so we go up the top to my oberon $23. The Inevitable $8. It was as short as 7 yesterday. $15 was first bet, so it's been a good move. Going Global 26 13 Converge. Golden Mile $19. 51 Curlings Lane. Open your heart, now the favourite. $7.50. What about $5.50 this morning? It's now $6. diamel $81. $8.00. Covalica, but very strong. Well supported. The money started arriving on Wednesday afternoon, pretty much as soon as we went up, $15. $8 nugget, pounding nine, $50, $26, if you can believe we bet, uh, bet about it. And communists, 51 21 now. Madam Pomeroy, 31 Democracy Manifest, $11. Redenere, 11 $34, Barbies, Fox. Williamsburg, 51 And political debate, $126. All right, investment-wise, since the market opened, uh, narrowly hope in your heart, in front of the inevitable, Kovalika and then Democracy Manifest. And that money for Democracy benefits, yep, it's continued this morning. Excellent betting race
21: certainly is, and it's a tricky race to map with any confidence. Who leads here? Uh, where's the intent? I don't, I don't know. Can't Golden, find it. That's right. Golden Mile, yeah, has to come across, but 1,600 metres might be just stretching him a touch. I don't think they'd want to burn him in the early stages. Going global, led last start, but I think they'd be happy to take a trail there. Converge, he really needs to dig if they're going to get him forward, but he might just land there by default with not a lot of intent. Drawn underneath, Radina and Williamsburg both hold spots, and the other horse that I'm dreaming up a scenario that can go forward is pounding uh, and that might be uh, further supported by the fact that there has been some money around but now third up 1600 metres has raced closer in the past so uh, long story short I don't know it's yeah. a mystery
20: puzzle it's, it's a mystery um, even communist she's a pretty fit horse now well weighted he could get a dig. I don't know. I don't know if there's any intent for anyone to lead here. So. Democracy manifest will take oh. This is going. Oh. <laughs> Chris would have a coronary. <laughs> uh, it's a two-bet race for me. Um, hope in your heart and pounding are the two bets you just know what you're going to get with hope in your heart he's a very brave performance he was terrific in the Doncaster last year I'll leave the programming to Kerry he's happy to run a second up with blinkers with a trial so yep I'll cop that I'm terrified of pounding I've backed him I just you know, the stable's just big time performers uh, they'll have him ready Lovely horse. He's got the form round Mr. Brightside, which could well be as good as our two form lines going into this race. Yeah. And Nuggets, the other one. That's just been a plan all along to give him his run first up, and then keep him mad fresh for his um, his good second up form. And yeah, just that three weeks in a trial since the Theo Marks is excellent, and he was great first up. So. A lot to like about him, bar the mapping situation um, with Nugget here. I'm 8 and 12, backing him both, and I beat 15 and 11. I'm going to throw a few more. Sorry, I I left Madame Pomery. I should have commented on her. I thought thought she was the best long shot. She's the forgotten horse here. She is. She was tied to the hip with Pericles. Yep. Then had the flat second up run, and she probably could have beat Pericles, and that was when he was a $6 favourite before scratching. And all of a sudden, she's going to be 40 to 1 here because of a barrier. Yep.
21: Yep, she was $7 in that Theo Marks. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. 51 and a half kilos on her back. The inevitable for me, uh, the Tasmanian, I think he can win the Epsom. So he's an eight-year-old, but there is an argument to be made that he's never raced better. His return was sensational in the Theo Marks. Uh, his sectionals were sizzling <laughs> home, uh, and he was impressive to the eye, and he's running the All-Star mile at the back end of last campaign at Wait for Age behind Mr Brightside. Surely that reads well for this. Eight, hope in your heart. She's going to be the constant across everybody's numbers, and she'll be a popular winner if she does happen to Blob, ultra consistent, she was just as impressive first up, no, she's well founded, rightly so. Kovalika, you've got to use your imagination at some extent to find him but he was okay there first up when a big drifter in the Mark got a long way back he was working home uh, through the line doing his best sort of late as you'd expect given he's not really a 1300 metre horse, 4 year olds have a notoriously fantastic record here uh, in the Epsom and Democracy Manifests uh, brings that different form through the Cameron he was dominant there, 51 kilos on his back, or 51 and a half kilos on his back drawn barrier one, if he sees Dale at the the right time, he'll make his presence felt. Three, eight, ten, and sixteen. Fascinating race.
3: Darren is with hope in your heart. Eight, three, one, and seventeen. I'm not surprised you're tipping a duff. It was like an interrogation when Kerry Parker <laughs> was on earlier. Brad, you should have heard <laughs> Duff. He was.
20: <laughs> you wanted to know everything, didn't you? Well, it's just you know it's a tough race to win second up.
3: Oh, definitely. Yeah. No, I understand. Uh, the Metropolitan. Andrew Hurley's got the market.
8: We've got an odds-on favourite in it, Hurles. I don't recall an odds-on favourite in the Metrop. <laughs> Possibly wrong, but I certainly don't recall one at eighty. Knight's Order and Hosea come out, zero deductions, future history, four by four. We've got Navajo Peak, it's $51, $21 for Cleveland. Major Bill, $15, $34, Bois d'Argent. Mansois, 41 31 Spirit Ridge. Hoho Khan, $34, 23 Colourport. Torrens, 51 Benno, $11, now into eight fifty. dollars uh, 31 for Military Mission. Just fine. Two dollars Wednesday. One seventy-five now. A dollar eighty this morning. dollars nine fifty. Mr. Waterfall. Look, they've kept chipping away at it. Fifteen dollars Wednesday now. Eight fifty in Wineglass Bay. $61. I don't want to go near this race this morning in terms of single bets. It's more about multis. they I mean, just sort of locking it in at a eighty. But, yeah, no surprise, just fine in front of Mr. Waterville. I noticed this morning, uh, well, actually, it was last night, we started to write a few bets for Hobo Khan at
20: $34. Geez, I can remember some short price favourites in this race. One was Saintly got beat. Right. Uh, there was a couple others. I think the last even money favourite to win this race, and you might remember him, but he's a good horse. It was called Natsky, and he bumped it in. He was a, second, a in he went second in the Melbourne Cup, and then he won second in the Melbourne Cup. But there's been a few good ones beaten at a short price, and I think that may just push him out a little bit late <laughs> here. <laughs> well,
21: yeah, don't I, we, I don't disagree. Yeah, we we so, already know so, that tab right. holding an absolute stack on him.
8: Yeah. Go help. Was that um, was that behind Empire Rose Natsky?
20: I think it might have been Jack Denham. He was one of the first imports into Australia and he had this big aura about him. Right. And he, he, he was a terrific horse, but she's uh, was, uh, sure was behind... Uh, good behind horse beat at short prices in this race. Mm. Yeah, it could have well have been.
3: Well, I mean, group Group ones aren't easy to win, Brad. So Hills will show you off there with his memory. Oh, though, he's, too yeah. <laughs> he's too
21: good. He's too good. You could call this one, He's, he's on fire. <laughs> Yeah, speed here. Well, a few key scratchings this morning. So originally when you did this map, you thought this is going to be a high-pressure 2,400-metre race and it's going to be a test of stamina. So if there were any chinks in his armour at the end of 2,400 metres, we were going to find out. However, Knight's Order comes out, Hosey Air comes out and Future History comes out. So you've still got Spirit Ridge, Major Beal, uh, a couple of stalemates there, Military Mission. So. Maybe it won't be the test of stamina that we were first thinking, Duff.
20: Advantage just fine there, maybe, mm. because he was. Uh, those horses were a chance of coming across future history and Jose Air and Knights Order would have been there as well. So that helps just fine. He got to be top pick, Mr. Waterville. Like him a lot on a back-up. He's a real stayer. He's probably disadvantaged with that real mid-race pressure coming out. He's just trying, probably you could just see him trying to qualify himself with the clauses for the Melbourne Cup here. He gets to finish in the first five or something to tick off a box. Okay. And I think he can at least do that. Beno's flying gets the right run and Cleveland with brief blinkers on they're going more forward with him I don't know how much forward uh, further forward but that's uh, that's been intent from connections there and that's already been exposed 14 17
21: uh, 12 and 3 same top 3 for me 14 17 12 and 7 14 just fine he picks himself he's smashing the clock he's doing it on the eye he's been dominant uh, he'll make his own luck and prove hard to chase down Mr Waterville I 100% agree I was thinking that he did have his chance terms the beating just fine with all this pressure in the mm. race and it was going to turn into a staying test late and he could just simply outgrind them at the finish. Maybe now less so, uh, given it, it could be a, a bit more of a dash that last little bit. Benno, he'll run well. His form ties in neatly to just fine and he looks well placed out to 2,400 metres from the low gate. And don't forget about Manzois just yet. Uh, this has been a target over him all along. Uh, I do concede he didn't do a lot there last start, but I think that was just a flat run after an impressive first up return. So yeah, he'll run a race at 41 dollars seven. 12 and 7. Let's see what
3: Darren's come up with in the Metropolitan at Group 1 level 14 is his selection just fine to beat 17, 12 and 15. We arrive at the last on Epsom Day Hurls
8: race 10 and you've got the market. Yeah, and the favorite remains Caboo at $2.60. Just go through the scratchings and deductions specifically. uh, Shelby sixty six zero five by 5 5x6, extremely lucky. Barossa Rossa, uh, Cote, Stereo, Munitions, 0. So, uh, not knocked around too much by deductions. $34 for Lassifile. Recommendation $5.17, much, much better. Rubimos, 23. 21 Night's Choice. Caboo, 260. Went up 350. Wednesday. Watergo $11, Thrumos 34 Pizarro 13 open up a 26 for it. Dynamic Impact 51 $26 Pearson, and we go down to Airmen uh, $4.60. Cannot believe that we are still betting 460 for it. It's uh, been the most popular runner today. Oh, you're keen on it, dust, but for what it's worth, <laughs> 460 dollars 60 I a gift. There you go. You've
20: got to carry hills oh, 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 yeah, in all that. Yeah, we book the world <laughs> All aboard.
21: <laughs> <laughs> you've been deflated, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> He's changing his best bet now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> speed, good speed here. Kaboo, much, much better recommendation. Then you've got Fearson punching up a Watergo, albeit back in journey, but has got enough tactical speed to at least hold a spot. So five genuine go forward horses there, Doug.
20: He's got a good one to beat in Kaboo, uh, but my gamble is that And I was happy to hear Adrian say, you know, the only little question mark is staying at 1,200 because they're thinking Silver Eagle, Mm -hmm. Golden Eagle. Eagle. Yes, yes, yes. So slowly, slowly, the run he's got to have, he's still good enough and he's got racing style. That helps a lot. Uh, But Eamon looked okay at uh, at Rose Hill but I think it's better than okay considering that that track and distance, nearly impossible to make ground the the leader had a picnic, she sprinted for home run to script and he was excellent and he can only improve 53 kilos late in the day here, sweepers come into play, bye bye um, hopefully Caboo's the one to beat Um, the Dark Horse's recommendation who's a very very well performed four year old in the right stable um did run good time the fastest of the 1200s at Mooney Valley last time, and much much better what you see is what you get is a good tough nut that just keeps chipping away up near the lead uh, like I think he is the gamble of the day. Airman, 18, 8, 2 and 3. I'm um, with 8, Caboo here. Just thinking
21: that his class will still get him home. Uh, you look at his first up win, and it was only a narrow margin, but he tagged the field up. Uh, he was there to be beaten. Garza Blanca looked sure to run past him, yet there he was, uh, sticking in for the fight. So, his record's great. Seven starts, four wins. That speaks for itself. He's a horse going places, and I don't think we'll get too many more opportunities to back him in benchmark company. So, that's my read on him. Airman is, of course, the day he's going to be charging late Uh, speed looks to suit here on paper he'll get last shot, two recommendation how much petrol will he have to burn from the wide gate, Uh, you'll know your fate early with him but he's a naturally fast horse and justified being sent around as an odds on favourite at Moonee Valley last time out, and if there's a little quaddy knockout here, I think it's Rue Barmos I like like the way he's trialled That suggests that he's come back well, and I think that Soft gate, no work, last look. And if he gets the brakes at the right time, don't be surprised to see him bursting through the pack and making his presence felt there at $23. eight, eighteen, two 2 and 4. He
3: is on top for Darren, 18, to, uh, airman to beat 8, 2 and 6, and he's your best stuff. We'll inflate you now.
20: Yep, uh, uh, let's hope so. I think there's uh, a long wait. Hopefully we've got a lead coming mm. into it and we can just... What a ride. Right. Just blast. <laughs>
21: <laughs> How good, Brad. What have you got for well, us? Hopefully we can bookend, I guess, for yeah. the punters out there, because i know my fate early. So That's I've right. made best value. Race one, number 11, whiskey, wisdom. Uh, it's my best result across the meeting. Best bet, I went with Tom Kitten. Uh, there's a lot of favourites today, and I thought he was probably the pick of them. But wait, keep the powder dry. You'll get better than the current price.
3: Yeah, you think they might take him on a little bit? I don't think they'll
21: take him on. I just, just think when the percentages come down, he'll actually yeah. get out to his right price, which I think is more around $2.50,
20: $2.60. I think the two value runners in the booth Pair personally, uh, molly knickers and pounding. Um, hopefully, they get out to a bit better price. But Beautiful. The, yeah. Uh,
3: we'll hear you on Sky Thoroughbred Central later, mate. It'd yep, look forward day. to it. Uh, it. Looks like you've got a nice sunny day behind
21: right. you there, and Bradley will be up and about. Yep. It'll just be get, get the deck chair out between races. Uh,
3: uh, yeah,
20: I'll go and, on the 10 I'll go and lock myself away in the bunker there and <laughs> have a great day. Why don't you go to the front of house today? <laughs> so uh, yeah, You try doing that ten times no, a day. No. <laughs> no. What, what about for the main races? Just uh, get Duff yeah, 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 out the yeah, front uh, there. I'll come on.
21: If the weather's fine, I'll be out there enjoying it. I've learned from the best as well, Duff. Oh, you don't. It's on Wednesday. You bunker down as well. You're going to have
20: ten years. Service where you do that.
21: Oh, sorry. <laughs> you, get, you get room service in there? Do they bring a,
20: bring no, a bit of
21: No, they bring you nothing, nothing? in there. Nothing? Oh, gee, well, that's a Well, they're here today. She'll bring us <laughs> mic. Oh, beautiful. What's, <laughs> what's on your agenda today, Brad Gray? Uh, we'll go home and we'll hopefully back a few winters throughout the day. That sounds like a pretty good plan to me. Doesn't it, what? Yeah. Mm. Have a good day, boys. Nothing like the lounge room.
3: Oh, yes. So that's been the Randwick Preview. Be back with more either side.
15: Racing HQ brought to you by Bets Friends on the Tab app. Follow the Racing HQ Bets
12: Friends team for all the team's tips.
15: What are you really gambling
12: with? experience a remarkable week of racing in one of the world's great cities Hong Kong with the Big Sports Breakfast team.
13: Leaving December 5 you'll be transported to Happy Valley with racing under lights for the World Jockeys Challenge plus head to Sha Tin for the four group ones and the World Turf Championships.
12: And when not at the race course you can shop, harbour cruise or just relax.
13: Join the Big Sports Breakfast in Hong Kong. Myself Dave Stanley
12: and Laurie Daly. For more information go to ambassadortravel.com.au
15: TAB, we're on for Saturday racing. On races one to six at Randwick, Mornington and Eagle Farm, place a fixed odds win bet with the TAB app. And if your horse runs second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on 18 races across three big tracks this Saturday. TAB.
19: We're on. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's are website. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.
1: The Tab Adelaide Cup. Lure's running. Here we go. Stars will be born at the Tab Adelaide Cup. And racing. Exciting Group 1 Greyhound Racing with live music from Mr. Buzzy. Food trucks, tab and bars trackside. Plus free kids' entertainment. General admission is with gold coin for a great night out. For more info or to check out the hospitality packages, visit Greyhound Racing SA. See you at the Tab Adelaide Cup Friday October 6 from 5.30pm Think of the people who need your support Gamble responsibly
25: A rare racing chance To buy the iconic standard red property Binge Ribbon The home of the famous Brooklyn Lodge Stud Minutes from Bathurst On 610 hectares with water rights Auction day October 26th. For full details contact Nutrien Harcourt's
18: The Tab Everest, the world's richest race on turf. $20 million, Royal Randwick, October 14. The Tab Everest, will you be watching?
0: 24-hour fold cover for 24-hour-a-day peace of mind. Options for life-saving surgery cover and the extended fold policy until the 2025 yielding sales, all with HQ's renewal extension clause. Visit hqinsurance.com.au
1: for more. Be
2: sure, insure with HQ. Introducing the Car Sales Car of the Year, the all-electric Kia EV6. With up to 528 kilometres of range, the Kia EV6 is leading the charge. And with its ultra-fast charging technology, you can charge from 10 to 80% in as little as 18 minutes. The Kia EV6, Car Sales Car of the Year. Find out more at kia.com.au or drop in to your nearest Kia dealer. Kia,
15: movement that inspires.
2: Excitement really starting to build.
1: Oh, this crowd is revved up. It's tab everything. To the big roar of the
17: crowd. Wish I win down the outside. I wish I win. Went past Giga Kick Marzoo. A
19: spectacular TJ win. I wish I win. Trainer, Catherine Coleman.
26: I'm really happy with him. You know, I think he's right where we want him to be peaking in two weeks' time now. He's had a pretty quiet week down at the beach after.
24: at his home, a pattern, because, you know, we've just put a bit stage. Turn what this bloke's got. Well, I'm not sure he knows how good he is. Gypsy got us along the rails.
22: Fangirl late on the scene.
24: I wish I
17: went in front. Here's Fangirl, the outside. Fangirl
19: goes to I wish I win. Who kicked and won. And a great finish. Hear the latest news and form on the Tab Everest. October 14 on Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab.
12: a remarkable week of racing in one of the world's great cities, Hong Kong with the Big Sports Breakfast team Leaving December 5,
13: you'll be transported to Happy Valley with racing under lights for the World Jockeys Challenge, plus head to Sha Tin for the four group ones and the World Turf Championships
12: And when not at the race course, you can shop, harbour cruise or just relax
13: Join the Big Sports Breakfast in Hong Kong Myself, Dave Stanley and Laurie Daly.
12: For more information, go to ambassadortravel.com.au
29: Join Hancock's Racing number 11 to race seven horses in four states. Shares, $1,500, no more to pay. Payment plan at up to five in a share. Call 03 527 49171 for a prospectus. Website, hancocks.com.au.
11: Be trackside at Rose Hill Gardens for another thrilling Sydney Everest carnival day of group racing featuring the $2 million Hill Stakes. Revel in a dazzling kaleidoscope of fun, food and fashion. Hill Stakes Day, October 7 at Rose Hill Gardens. Book now at the race. Don't whinge and
17: whine about the traffic. Think of the wine you have at home. A glass of Windy Peak Chardonnay by De of course. Here's the traffic.
4: Foxtel Super Spring Sailors on now. Get drama, movies, sport, and Netflix. Search Foxtel or call 131 787. New customers only. Offer ends November 11. Sydney at Ryde, Victoria Road near Princess Street. A breakdown affecting your westbound run. Northbound on the M1, Warunga to Mount White. Expect delays due to holiday traffic. Brisbane Road Works at Newstead affecting both directions on Evelyn Street. Between Creswell Street and Breakfast Creek Road. Diversions in place. The King Living Spring Sailors on now. Save up to 50% on selected Australian-designed indoor and outdoor furniture. Sail on now. Visit your nearest King Living showroom today. I am Luke Germain, number one in racing on Sky Sports Radio. The
1: excitement really starting to build. Oh, this crowd is revved up. It's tab Everest. Yeah, 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 yeah. To the big roar of the crowd. And what is notches starting to lengthen well on the outside and
17: quickly Buenas noches moved up, took the lead away from Dragonstone and Agenia, but he's looking for that Everest spot, and that's a big help today. Buenas noches, trainer
4: Matthew Smith. Leading into a race, especially like the Everest, it's his grand final, and intensity increases each week as you lead into the race. His personality has changed a lot from his last prep to this prep. He's like the man on the block now. He's, he's the boy. He, he likes to let everyone know he's around. Naturally a kind horse, but he has that bit of a tough streak in him. It's so important that we get the work right a couple of nice sharp gallops and just keeping nice and sharp mentally and physically.
19: All that said and done. All we have to do now is win the Everest. Hear the latest news and form on the TAB Everest. October 14 on Sky Sports Radio and Radio
18: TAB. Tab Everest, the world's richest race on turf. Twenty million dollars. Royal Randwick, October fourteen. The Tab Everest. Will you be watching?
15: Interstate form preview brought to you by Bet's Friends on the Tab app. Follow the Racing HQ Bet's Friends team for all the team's tips. What are you really gambling with?
3: Welcome back, Sky Sports Radio, six past nine, and we are live from Royal Randwick this morning. We've uh, moved to our, uh, what is this called, Max, the Sky Sports Radio van? Have we got a better name for it? What's its nickname? The bus. bus. You've got to come up with something better. You've got to nickname the van, Max. Um, Is she a a girl or a, a boy van, would you say? Max is saying he doesn't know. She's, uh, oh, we're pretty woke, so gender neutral, that's sweet. <laughs> Let's get to the Melbourne preview before I go down a path I don't want to go down. It is uh, a good meeting down there today. We've got the uh, the three H's, Hunt, Huntley, Hurley and Hunter online. And Mark Hunter, as I say, good morning to you. Mornington is the venue today. How does this meeting look? Morning, Luke. Uh, the
30: meeting has been decimated by scratchings. It's... Uh Probably, yeah, loses a bit of interest later in the day, so maybe we'll switch over to the footy, but we'll have a bank by then, so everyone will be
3: happy. How good's that, mate? I love the confidence. Uh, Warren Huntley, how are you this morning?
7: Very well, thanks, Luke.
3: How's this meeting look to you?
7: Yeah, a bit the same with Mark. Scratchy certainly decimated it, and the quality on show at, at Randwick today uh, certainly overshadows what's at Mornington. But we had some great racing last night. We got some quality racing at Sandown tomorrow, so there's plenty of options for connections over this weekend.
3: What were your takeaways from last night, Mark uh, Hunter? The uh, track looked pretty quick there at the valley. They were running some time.
30: Yeah, well, it was a dry We had a really warm day, so that was always going to happen. Uh, they were running some time, and Amelia's jewel was fantastic. How she could go forward, such a confident <sighs> ride, controlled the race and got the job done, but then we had to wait half an hour, and you saw a, an even better performance from Imperatrice. That was unbelievable. Right? I'll be stunned. I don't think she's going after to the Everest, and I don't know why. Um, yeah, I can't work that out. I think it's um,
3: it's the, the the issue is the split that the owners want a pretty uh, they're they're striking a hard bargain is what I think the the understanding they want a decent um, prize money split in their favour to, to get her there which that's their that's their um, option they're the owners they can they can request what they like and it's up to the slot holders if they can come to the party but Warren it, it's it's doubtful that she would come but gee I tell you what if she does come for an Everest crikey it's going to take a good horse to beat him Peritres.
7: Well, it's the unknown that the, that your average person isn't aware of the negotiations yeah. that go on behind yeah. the scenes for that split of prize money. And I suppose if you've got a horse like her, how willing are you to to put the, the terms in favour of the, the connections of the horse? I don't know. I've never been involved in those sort of discussions and it seems unlikely she's going to get there, but maybe they'll strike a deal that's too good to refuse.
3: Exactly right, mate. Uh, let's get into this Mornington card and have a look at it. And Andrew Hurley's online with us boys. Uh, he's got the market on race number one. Good morning to you again, Hurles.
8: Yeah, morning, uh, Luke, and the gentleman in, uh, in Melbourne. what I tell you what, just, yeah, they have to negotiate something, I, I would think, with Jim Periches. It was just out of this world again last night, and he'd be up to the Everest and- to his ears, I would have thought, but uh, anyway, we'll wait and see. Samantha comes out in the first six cents to win four by five. Picky and after sunset zero. IFA uh, Media is the eleven dollars chance. Rivercillan Crossing seven dollars to six fifty. One ninety five. Pride of Sullivan makes a favourite. Six fifty is six dollars this morning. Is a Suko. Acapella Moon twelve to eleven. and undisputed four dollars and eighty cents. Looking to get off to a flyer, punters have only got eyes for Pride of Sullivan. Where do your eyes go here, Mark, in race number
30: one? Two and three, I think are the only hopes. I'm just going to go with number two, Rubicon Crossing, who I thought the New Zealand form's good enough for this. Recent trial was a beauty. Goes forward on the speed, has Pride of Sullivan within striking range. And I don't think there's much in it, but I'll just go with Rubicon Crossing to win, to beat three, Pride of Sullivan. Just got to come back from a harder run, 1,200. That's the little issue that I've got. But drawn wide, rolls forward, may well win. Uh, Four, Zazuko. Probably needs further, but pokes along from the fence, can run a place, and seven undisputed, who won fairly average maiden on debut, but it's only improved, it's got the claim, and it pushes forward. Two, three, four, and seven. Yeah, I'll switch the exactor around. I'm keen on prior to Sullivan
7: here. I don't mind the wide draw. Back to 1,000 metres. She's a fast filly, drops in grade on her most recent run. It was only the last little bit that the Charmstone and others got the better of her, so I think she's really well placed here. Three ahead of two. Rubicon Crossing, whose New Zealand form is solid, looks to have trolled up nicely to make the Australian debut. If a media, number one, I think also suited coming back to the 1,000 metres for Zasuko. Maybe looking for a little bit further, but on the fresh side here, back in trip, would be strong late.
3: 3-2-1-4. We move to race two at Mornington, and it's
8: over 1,000 metres, benchmark 70. How does the market look, Hells? Yeah, Midnight Charm very popular. Three sixty to three dollars and fifty cents. Red Hall comes out to zero deduction, so we've got true market here. Tato Key, twenty three, three sixty now three fifty. Midnight Charm, Oracle Sun five fifty to six. Very easy is Lampica. It's three ten out to four dollars. Six dollars. Lloyd's Crown. Ten Tap Magic twelve dollars. Ten dollars. Cro Carib, and then we've got Hydro Star at seven dollars. Midnight Charm two from two first up. Hunters think it'll be three from three. How do you see it, Warren?
7: I'm with number three, Oracle Sun, here. I'm certainly wary of Midnight Charm, whose explosive first up, looks to have trailed up nicely, gets around the track well. Oracle Sun didn't have a lot of luck. Crucial stage, just on the winning post down the straight, fast start, and hopefully can hold a spot behind what looks like a, a good speed, likely to come across from out wide here. So, leaning three ahead of two, Midnight Charm, who's great first up, looks to have trailed up well, will roll forward, be hard to get past. Paul Lynn Picker was very good first up. Her second up record's not as imposing as her first up record, but she looks to have come back well. Eight Hydro Star. Doesn't win often, but will be off the speed and strong late.
30: Three, two, four, eight. I like number five Lloyd Crown here. Uh, the way this race shapes up, I'm hoping that from gate one, Carlene Heffel can hold up third inside with probably Midnight Charm and Cracker Ribby two leaders. Hold up third inside. Poke through. I thought a recent trial was really good. I like what's found here each way. To beat four limb picker who bolted in first up, it should be a good chance again. Seven cracker rib getting fitter up on the speed and two midnight charm. The leader gives you a good sight, just the last hundred of the query. I think five can get that run behind them. I think you can win five, four, seven and two.
3: We move on to race three at Mornington today and it is over the 1500 metres for fillies and mares a benchmark 70.
8: Andrew Hurley with the market. Yeah, Alley is our favourite. Significant deduction for Skyhorse, twelve by eleven and five by six. Alaskan Storm, Star Spangled Baby. Well, I got onto it early. Nine dollars Wednesday, four eighty this morning. $3.50 into uh, Three fifty into 3 dollars rather. Dunally makes a favourite. Three eighty to four dollars. Fiasco Test, mere fancy. Six fifty out to eight. Good support. London point early in the week. $15, it's five fifty and solid this morning. Miss Moonshine, nine fifty to 10 34 Needlework, and Diamander, $81. So, favourite Dunn Alley, uh, but, yeah, good support here, London Point, bo Mara and
30: Eustace. Which way for you, Mark? I think it's the best of the day. Look, number three, Dun Alley. I think it will win. I think the speed looks okay. All the gates inside it go forward. I think it parks up fifth or sixth somewhere there, but follows the right horses into the race, got the best form, got a two-kilo claim. And I think Dunali wins to beat uh, two-star Spangled Baby, who's getting fitter, got the blinkers back on, pushes forward. Four fiasco tests. stable my of Donnelly is consistent. And six London point, who's a bit of a money muncher for mine, gets back, needs everything to go right. I think three wins, three, two, four and six. Well, I
7: think also number three. Uh, I think she just needs to get the right card into the race. She's going well. She's coming through races of, of some depth. Uh, she was chasing well behind Rick's Cafe when the race just didn't set up for it to be in a striking position last start. Should be a different race shape here so on with her her number three. There are four fiasco tests, the stable mate who probably settle in front of Denali, give a sight riding in the speed to form through her most recent runs is holding up well Miss Moonshine's an interesting runner first up for the Sydney Alderson stable I think kicking off at a suitable trip Nose Roll comes on Pads come off and the tongue tie comes off. I thought looked quite sharp in a recent jump out. The two star spangled baby as Mark reference getting fitted with the blinkers back on. Three, four, seven, two.
3: That is race number three. We kick on now to the fourth at Mornington today. Fifteen hundred meters and a Pungo is favourite. Andrew Hurley's got the market.
8: And we will start with the deductions here for Huguenot, uh, four by five and far flung at seventeen by fourteen. Grand Piero at ten dollars chance, nine dollars magical land bet as much as seventeen about it. Seventeen dollars for Montatha. Pungo is our favourite, three dollars. 16, Acquire Who, or Acquire Who, uh, Rhinoceros, 8.50, 3.30, the Brill Building and Abitza, uh, $8 into $6 this morning. As far as dollars are held, it is the favourite in front of Rhinoceros.
3: Okay, that's the market. Warren, how did you see this fourth race?
7: Gee, I think the Brill Building's flying Luke, number nine, and this is slightly tougher, but can come across from that wider draw and and get a good run near the speed there was a little bit of arrogance was very soft on the line with that win last start and the lead up form had been solid so hard fit going with number nine the Brill building head of five Pungo I think he's tried up quite nicely for the Wallace to had plenty to offer in a recent jump out kicking off at what appears to be a suitable trip and wary of that market support for a, a runner first up from that stable. 10-hour bits is going okay. Gets the blinkers on here, as does number six, Koi Hoy, who's second up and will strip fitter. Nine
30: and five, the key runners for me here. Nine, five, ten, six. Yeah, nine, the one to beat. For me, the Brill Building, I'm not sure it's going to run a strong 1,500 metres, but lack of opposition here, will get away with it anyway. I think it'll go forward. It's in good form. It's getting fitter for racing. It's the one to beat. To beat one, Grand Piero, who We'll get back. Lots like of threes in trial, and that first up run last time and would nearly win this race. Uh, five Pungo or Pungo, well, looks no star. Trial was okay, and ten Ubitsa will go forward on the speed with the claim has got a place chance. Nine the one to beat, nine, one, five, and ten. That's race number
3: four at Mornington today. We go now to race number five on the program, and we
8: step up in distance here to 2,000 metres, Hurles. Yeah, there's a few deductions here. 77, 3x3, three three, six 6x6, six, Hoops. Aussie Nation, 10x10. 10 10, and Chihuly, 10x10. 10 Takiri 10. is a $15 chance. Or it Dakiri? Aravine $250 to 260 $19, Schweizer. We've got the King's Gospel, 19 380 to 320 Tommy went up 750 $19, a Sola Sacra. 850 Smoke and Princess. Uh, Commando Drift, best back today, 850 into 550 Went up $16 and $81 Epson day, so I wonder if this price has bottomed out on Commando Drift $16, dollars this morning now five fifty. Alright Mark, how did you see it?
30: I right, Commando Drift here Luke I think it comes out of a, a race first up, the form has just been fantastic out of it, I'm hoping that Schweinsteiger leads, Commando Drift goes forward sits outside the lead with 53 and a half after the claim control the race Strong at 2,000 metres. I like it to win to beat 5, Tommy, who won on the synthetic first up, gone on the turf last time. Not everything went right. The run was okay. Uh, 2, Aravine, Its best form would win. It's had a couple back from a spell. I'm not sure how it's going. And then out to number four, the King's Gospel. He's got ability and can certainly win a race like this when going well. The two runs back from a spell, would be just okay. I like 12, 12, 5, 2 and 4. I'm with 5, Tommy here. I think it's an even race. But...
7: Tommy just was in restricted room, I think, in the home straight last start. He was working home well, but he's probably better with a bit more clear air than he had there, and I think he's also suited stepping up to the 2,000 metres here. Five for me, head of two, Aravine, who's also suited getting out to this trip. The winkers come off and the blinkers go on. Three Schweinsteiger's on a bit of a rehab preparation. Had some injuries a long time away from the track. Stable's done a terrific job getting him back. He can be making his own luck somewhere near the speed following two encouraging runs this preparation. And the King's Gospel might be suited now getting out to the, the 2,000 metres. He hasn't done a lot this prep yet, but when he gets to a suitable distance range, he really comes to the fore, and a, that might kick in this campaign today. Five, two, three, four. Let's
3: go to race number six now at Mornington today, and Andrew Howley provides the market
8: courtesy of tab.com.au. Air class comes out five by six up the top. Extreme flight 16. 34, It's tornado storm. Hidden legend fifty one seven dollars for Mr. Tickles. Prancing spirit, very popular. Four dollars Wednesday two forty this morning. Speed tail four dollars five dollars now six dollars seven dollars. Grey song and down the bottom pantalone uh, three seventy to three ninety. Money went on early for this favourite. Uh, Prancing spirit. It retains uh, support this morning two fifty two sixty now two forty.
3: Okay, race number six, Warren,
7: um, have you got an opinion here? I thought number nine, Panel, won't be hard to beat here, Luke. A low draw, looks to get a lovely run just behind the, the speed. Form right throughout the career has been good. This preparation has been rock solid. Tick over, jump out between runs. Nine for me at a seven-speed tail, coming back in distance, a little bit on the fresh side, but will be strong late and probably settles off the speed from that draw. thought number five, Mr Tickles, ran well first up. That was at the real sprint trip getting up to the 1200 meters here definitely a positive for mr tickles and including six prancing spirit there's got to be some query at the end of the 1200 meters but he's racing well and
30: has been consistent right throughout her career nine seven five six the Tip number six prancing spirit i certainly agree with warren the the 1200 meters is the query it's not going to be overly strong at it but it's going to be in front or right near the speed it's got a three kilo claim and it just might scoot around this tight track and get away with it to beat number nine, Pantalone, who should be parked on its back, getting clear at the right time and very hard to hold out. Seven, Speedtail, coming back in distance, will be running on. And two, it's Tornado Storm, who well, didn't fire last campaign, but its best form would just about win a race like this at good odds. Six, nine, seven, and two.
3: And that's race number six from Mornington. Race number seven
8: on the program. Andrew Hurley's got the market. And this is over the 2400, the listed NSET Classic, 225, Born a King, no scratchings, Regal Power, $6.50, went up 5 uh, five fifty rather. 41 Rebel Racer, Maserati Bay, $6, bit easy, up from four sixty. Wednesday, Born a King, oh, he's Opened up in the red, 195 this morning. That's probably a bit rude. 225 now. Stafford's Lad, 51. Support this morning for Queen Takes King, 950. Now 650 $5, Dick Whittington. Never again, 34 and 26, Savvy Valentino. So, as I said, Born a King, 195 is probably way too short. It's now 225. Dick Whittington, very solid at $5. How did you see this listed feature, Mark?
30: Well, the only one that's been winning, Luke, is Dick Whittington. It's been winning on the synthetic. That sums up how the rest of them are going. Mm. Um, I'll tip number four, Borna King, who's going okay. I'm not sold on it running a strong 2,500 metres, but, again, like the race before, it probably doesn't have to in a race like this. So it's short enough odds, but hard to beat. To beat six, Queen takes King, who's fitted for two runs for the May Eustace team and ticking along well. it has got a good chance. Seven, Dick Whittington. Harder race and back on the turf, but at least it's winning. And one Regal Power who, I wouldn't have a clue how it's going. It's um, on the quick backup from a much, much harder race. If it can't fire in a race like this, then I'd say its future is in strife. Four,
7: six, seven and one. Even race. I thought number three, Maserati Bay, might be a bit over the odds. I thought they probably had the wrong tactics getting in behind a slow speed last start. Bitter with that run under the belt, out to the 2,400 metres. I'd expect Maserati Bay to be ridden positively here. and. Going to go with him as being a touch over the odds. Three ahead of four, Borner King, who'll be fitter for that run down here in Melbourne. Found the front early there, battled on pretty well. Gets out to uh, a longer trip here, which should be okay. Regal Power backs up from that run last week in a a stronger race. Anywhere near his best, 60 kilos wouldn't be an issue for him here. So a bit of a D-day for Regal Power, who did hold his ground okay last start in, in that stronger race at Caulfield. And Queen takes King, Maps for a, a nice run from that inside draw. Just needs to get clear
3: late.
27: 3-4-1-6. Last event is over 1,200
3: metres. Benchmark 70 for fillies and mares.
8: How does the market look, Hells? Yeah, it's absolutely been uh, polarised by the scratch scratchy Miska law. 44 cents the win, 29 cents a place. Uh, Skidmore Inks, 5 by 8, 11 by 14. Lady die die, Russian benefits... Aquarello and a Claymore Mine uh, let me go back Aquarello 2x4 Russian Benefits Claymore Mine 0 280 now for Extreme Stamp Late Scratching Please note to Miss Galore 420 Meet Me in Melbourne Fearless Rider 350 Boss Queen $8, $5 discerning and that's the tale of the tape very little activity here this morning Extreme step is our favourite at 280 How did you see the last Warren?
7: I think it's a good race for Extreme Step now, the form through Nunthorpe's been holding up well, probably settle a bit closer from the inside draw, one for me ahead of seven discerning, who gets the blinkers on, the winkers off, she's going okay, she just hasn't been winning, maybe 1,200 metres with the blinkers on is a good scenario for her, five fearless rider, probably be better with a maybe a run or two under the belt, That's jumped out okay, will be strong late here, and four meet me in Melbourne will be on speed. A lot of the recent form has been on the synthetic track but seems to have handled to OK early in
30: her career. One, seven, five, four. Yeah, I thought number one extreme step could beat the $1. fifty favourite, so uh, all it's missing now is the odds. It's three runs back from the spell, super first up, terrific win from the back second up, and then had no hope at all where it was in a much harder race the other day. It probably parks third or fourth inside here in a field of five and just needs luck getting clear at the right time. I think it's better than them here to beat seven discerning who's... Well, it's racing consistently, if nothing else. The blinkers, it needs to find something in the blinkers. Uh, Five Fearless Rider is a nice horse. It will be last in the run, but running on strongly. And four Meet Me in Melbourne, who's been winning weeks synthetic track races, is your leader and will give you a sight. But I just thought one was too good. One, seven, five and four.
3: That is the Mornington preview for today. Mark Hunter, what's your best bet for the program?
30: (laughs) The best. Luke, we'll go race three, number three. Dunnelly is the best. The value, race two, number five, Lloyd's Crown. And around the grounds, we'll head up your way to Newcastle. Race six, number 14, kind words.
3: Yeah, gee, it, uh, it looks to go good, Mark, doesn't it?
30: Let's hope it goes well today.
3: Luke, we'll be giving it a big cheer. For both of us, mate. Have a great day. Thank you. There's Mark Hunter. Warren Huntley, your best.
7: I'm with race one, number three, Pride of Sullivan at Mornington. Is my best. And in the feature. the ANSEC Classic, I thought race seven, number three, Maserati Bay in an even race was
3: over the odds. You have a good day, Warren. Thanks, Luke. There's Warren Huntley. That has been the Melbourne Preview. Morning to Andrew Hurley.
8: Yeah, races 1 to 6, Ramwick, Mornington, and Eagle Farm today. Place a win bet using your Tab account. If your horse runs second or third, you will get a bonus bet back up to $50. Now, Tab, of course, is the home of the Saturday Quaddy, Ramwick and Mornington. Missed by one leg, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $100. Uh, head to Tab for all those details. Jockey's challenges today, or Jockey's challenge. We'll just touch on Ramwick. We didn't get a chance to earlier. Zach Lloyd's 250, 460, Regan Bayless, Jason Collett, five. $5.50, dollars J-Max, $7, any other jockey option. Then we've got Jamie Carr, 14 26 Joe Moreira and 31 Adam Hieronymus. Whilst at Mornington, we remove PIN, $11, dollars 3 dollars Thomas Stockdale. Sorry, this isn't in market order. John McNeil at $550. dollars $6.50, any other jockey option. Then we've got Carleen Heffel, Bowman Merton, $7, $10 for Damien Lane. You win some, you lose more. Head to one 800 for free and confidential support.
3: Thanks for your help this morning, buddy. I'll speak to you after 10 o'clock for Behind the Gates.
8: Look forward to it, mate.
3: There's Andrew Hurley on Sky Sports Radio. It's 9.27. Coming up next, our previews of Brisbane Racing and also Newcastle today.
1: Racing HQ. Brought to you by HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. And
15: Bet's Friends on the Tab app. Follow the Racing HQ Bet's Friends team for all the team's tips. What are you really gambling with?
1: The Tab Adelaide Cup, lures running, here we go. Stars will be born at the Tab Adelaide Cup. And racing. Exciting Group 1 Greyhound Racing with live music from Mr Buzzy. Food trucks, Tab and bars track Trackside. Plus, free kids entertainment. General admission is with gold coin for a great night out. For more info or to check out the hospitality packages, visit greyhoundracingsa.com.au. See you at the Tab Adelaide Cup, Friday, October 6 from 5.30pm. Think of the people who need your support. Gamble responsibly.
2: Need a forklift? Don't just get a forklift, get a Toyota forklift. Toyota is the world's number one forklift brand with a great range of pallet jacks, walkie stackers and reach forklifts right up to their leading Toyota Counterbalance forklifts. Legendary reliability and safety with cleaner, greener electric options, Toyota can tailor the right forklift solution for you. It's all part of the Toyota forklift advantage. For more, visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au Get a Toyota forklift.
15: At TAB, we're on for Saturday racing. On races one to six at Randwick, Mornington and Eagle Farm, place a fixed odds win bet with the TAB app. And if your horse runs second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on 18 races across three big tracks this Saturday. TAB.
19: We're on. First online fixed odds, win, bet only. Tees and Cs website. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit
18: gamblinghelponline.org.au. The Tab Everest. The world's richest race on turf. $20 million.
9: Royal Randwick.